You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hey, this is Ramses from Push the Point, the Mash Those Buttons official Overwatch League podcast. Tune in every Tuesday where me and my co-host Labosco break down player performances, storylines, and the league at large. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I am here with Josh Kinder, also known as Kinder. Hey, it's your boy, Thanos Penis. That's supposed to be a snap, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you did a snap and then it just it didn't come through. So I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can boost yeah, that. Just do like a, uh, like a fucking overly like uh, affected snap, you know, like a... Ch- and also here that other voice you hear is bobby schistler also known as blazing bob hey 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 thank you for having me on for this historic monumental finale episode i am excited to talk some overwatch Uh, no problem yes this is episode number 162 and it is also the finale episode of watchpoint radio we are recording on June 23rd for release on June 26th, and uh, we've got a couple things to talk about. It's a little, it was a little weird. I was like, well, what do we talk about for the finale? Do we go down memory lane, or do we talk about new shit? So we're going to do a little bit of both. <laughs> All hey, right. I am in. Hey. Yeah, so yeah, we we got a couple things to talk about. But before we do that, I'd like to welcome any first-time listeners to the show. Welcome. Guess and what? That it's going to be your last. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I was like, this... That is unfortunate that this is your first your first listen. You kind of missed the train, but that's okay. You know what this show was about is we talked Overwatch news and competitive and some esports. But the primary focus of the show was the community and the state of the game. But that will be no more after this episode. I normally say you can follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio, but that account probably won't be too active after this. Good night, <laughs> and, sweetheart. Uh, well, it's time to yeah. go. Yeah, but you can join the Discord community. Discord.me slash mash those buttons. That those guys aren't going anywhere. The Discord community will remain active. The rank roles will still be there. So you can still join and talk to, you know, talk Overwatch and try to find teams for Overwatch and stuff like that. So yeah, and there's there's still push the push the point podcast, which resides in the dis the Discord as well. So I mean that's a great podcast if anybody hasn't checked it out. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Push the point is still is still happening. So, yeah, we'd love to have you on Discord.me slash mash those buttons. And I'd like to re- or, uh, thank any returning listeners, whether this is your first religion, which will be unfortunate again, <laughs> or <laughs> your 161st re-listen. Actually, it's more than that because we did put out two a couple of community episodes in between, uh, uh, two community episodes and one special episode. Big big shout out to Death Blow once again. Thanks for coming on the show. 
uh, you know, but you know, thank you guys for always coming back and always listening. It's, it has been a pleasure. It has been a it's pleasure. It's been a long an run. It's been a long <laughs> run. Yeah, it was, feels like it. I mean, yeah, I was looking at 162 episodes. I can't, I think I'm the longest host on the show. I'm not, I'm not sure. Our co- well, next to uh, me, longest like- co-host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I, I feel like that needs context. I started episode 56. <laughs> yeah. I am your boy, the long penis. But, uh, <laughs> but like, I think I left like around episode like 130 something. Yeah, I think so. Like, that'll be like, that would make you the longest running co-host for sure. Cause I think like Keylock was only into like episode like 60 something. Yeah. He right. left a few episodes after I started. So, right. Yeah, I think I was one he, of the longest co-hosts, and that uh, is my honor, man. It was, it's been a good, a good run, a good, uh, a good uh, blossoming of friendships. Like we met Kinder along the way. Like it's just been awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get to the teary stuff later on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm already yeah. crying, man. <laughs> yeah no new subscribers on twitch which is probably a good thing because like i i mentioned in the a previous episode right now we don't really have any twitch plans so i would hate for you guys to waste your twitch subs uh expecting more well don't other Overwatch shows content. but don't other shows go on twitch like how do you know right now right now the only other shows that we have are our wow shows on twitch particularly so wow talks uh streams and uh the torn and the goblin streams uh, uh at yeah. some at some point we'll probably have drop and spicy streaming but like we, we it, like we kind of need to get all that stuff together right we got you know that or, so, so right now there's no big plans to make any big pushes on twitch right now gotcha. um yeah no new patrons actually lost a few which is understandable because we're not going to be doing over we're not going to be doing this show anymore like basically um uh, i've already talked to the patrons about this or at least you know uh, laid out our plans on what's happening with the Patreon, but like we're turning the Watchpoint Radio Patreon from us, you know, Watchpoint Radio specific Patreon to an overall Mash Those Buttons Patreon. And there's going to be different tiers and different rewards and things like that, uh, which, you know, I may detail a little later in this show, depending on if we have enough time. But yeah, so uh, yeah, the, the new Patreon is going to actually kind of support the, the network as a whole versus just this Overwatch content. Like well, I said, we'll probably then get I'll that keep, later. I'll keep mine active then. Oh yeah, I think you'll actually you'll you'll probably really enjoy uh the stuff that we're gonna be putting on the Patreon only. So sweet, sweet. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll find so out who the real long penis is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh let's get into community feedback. We had did have a little bit of that in the podcast show questions. So first off, let's uh let's get a little question from Leet here. He says, What are your what are some of your favorite Overwatch memories? With your fellow WPR hosts, or in general, I got you, you homie. In- I was just about to say that. That is definitely what. And what kept you coming back to the game for so long? Who wants to go first? Um. Okay. So, one of the early on things that I really loved with you, me, and Mel Ja was when we did a, like we did a bunch of three v three stuff when. Uh, 3v3 came out we really loved that like that was a really really fun time uh for me and like we were always hoping that you know they'd have another competitive mode so we could get into that you know that was when we you know 
first uh, realized how good you were, Farah v. Farah rockets in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that, that uh, won a lot of those fights. A lot of surprises. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh uh, yeah, that, that was a good time. That was specifically when because remember they had three v three before, but it was when they changed it from three v three to three v three elimination. Yes, that was yes. The, that was the right. that was what actually that changed three v three to being really good. Yeah, so that was really good. What about you, Kendra? <laughs> I gotta say, my favorite was probably like overall. It was one of the game nights, one of the several drunken game nights. There's one in particular. Bob, you'll remember this, but uh, it was Effect Night, affectionately known as Effect Night. Effect! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's one of those things that you, you kind of had to be there, but it was a fun night. Everybody was just shit house. I think it was the most drunk people in one game night I've, I've ever experienced. I know it, I was drunk. You were drunk. Yeah, it wasn't actually was a game night, though. Was it just everybody getting together? It was when uh, the Overwatch League first started. We had like a whole bunch of watch, That's right. uh, watch, watch parties in the uh, in totally drunk's uh, Overwatch League network Discord. And we would just all sit in there and talk about the games. That's and right. That's when I was so you drunk I felt started. like I was <laughs> Yeah, you started the whole <laughs> F, F, like effect yell. And like I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, I, oh, I love that. Like, do your, you know, your, your Blazing Bob yell. I'm like, no, that wasn't me, dude. That was Kinder. Like, Kinder <laughs> came up with it. I just joined in. Effect! Yep. <laughs> and it was because uh, was so fucking mad at effect jacking, <laughs> like destroying uh, the the. Uh, uh, not Miami Mayhem, the Florida, Florida mayhem, mayhem, and you were so upset about it. I was the only fucking Florida Mayhem fan. <laughs> and he was just like, I'm fucking effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what about you, Ja? Oh, uh, man, I'm a, a single memory. It's kind of tough because we, we played so much together, especially when we had the podcast that like kind of like six stack going on i mean that, I that was one of my favorite times too was just us starting our team and really like working to get to oh, get yeah. better the podcaster six entire experience was great it was yeah. wonderful i mean like though i i can i solely contribute that to me getting to diamond the first time and the funny thing about it it's like I didn't get to diamond while we played together in a group because normally when we played together in a group we were losing yeah. because we're a new <laughs> team i got to diamond in solo queue, the, in the, the thing that's ironic about it, I always preach like, "Oh, if you want to climb, play with a team, play with a team." And in the meantime, I'm over here playing by myself and but, making massive gains. Oh my god, I feel like right, such a fraud. Though. But you were right. I mean, the podcaster six. What I learned in that and how to play with a team is the whole is the whole reason yeah. that I was able to push to masters as Ryan when Ryan was completely op, like. But like it was yeah. because of what I'd learned with you guys that I was able to just really take advantage of of solo queue at that level. You know what I mean? Like, like people generally know what they're doing in Diamond, and just knowing how to help the other teammates is really what helped me jump up. And I think it's the same thing for you. So I mean, in all honesty, you were right. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it was when Death Blow, like Death Blow assigned me to Zenyatta because that's what the, uh, you know, that's what the, the meta called for at the time. But if I wasn't assigned to Zenyatta, I wouldn't have started playing him by myself, right? And I wouldn't have been doing callouts on comms, which made me realize that I could lead this team. They'll listen to what I say. And it, it just, everything came together. Like my game sense came together because now I'm paying more attention to what people are doing and telling them what they need to do so that we can win. Like it, the whole thing came together because I well, had a purpose right. besides getting SR. And then <laughs> we did make it a huge point on several episodes, like straight up, you're going to lose. You're going to lose yeah. a lot as a big as st- a starting team. You might want to get an alt account. Like I remember <laughs> those conversations because it was bad. We had a real bad yeah. time for like the first two weeks. Yeah, like yeah, this thing. Like now, it's funny because we'll play as the six deck, and from most of the time when we play as a six deck, we were not even like a team, but we'll still just blow through because we know we we play with each other so well. Yeah, yeah. well, and I mean, we just learned how we just learned, especially when you're on off take. Like, you know what I'm gonna do. I know how much time I need to give you before I move in. Like some people you need to give a little more time to set up and stuff like that. But like, you know, you just get that sense of how a person plays and like, and dude, and just to mention you jumped on the Zen, the Zenyatta role after I was like, I can't do this. Cause like that first (laughs) night that we played before you were on the team, we did the Omnic Lab game night, and I was Zen, and it was in the dive meta, and like Zen gets dove, and death, and and death, death blow said to me, "You're gonna get dove. You just need to figure out how to do it because there's really not much peel for Zen in this meta." And I remember being like, "Fuck this!" And then you came <laughs> on, and death blow told you the same thing. You're like, "All right, fuck it, I'll do that." <laughs> And like you had, <laughs> you had like one night that you were pissed, but like you came back after that and just like rose to the occasion, and you were just like, okay. And I mean, I think that might be a good reason why, like, you don't have to rely on a lot of peels, like you, you know, like you would expect you would, because you learned how to take care of yourself in that, and then. I think that contributed a lot in solo queue moving up too. Yeah, that is true. Like you just, I just didn't require as much like, you know, you know, babysitting, like, you know, I didn't have to worry too much about it. And then on top of that, when I would get flanked, like you get a, uh, somebody who's on Genji or somebody who's on trace. It's like, okay, come on, come get it. Come catch these hands. Like, you know, know, (laughs) if, if you, if you really want to, (laughs) you know, so, but no, I get that. That whole that's why it's kind of hard for me to say to give one experience. I mean, the I got you, homie night. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that you was know, the like, culmination of Kinder. You know, Kinder when we first started the team, I remember his brig. I'd have to constantly say, "Kinder, back to me. Stop chasing." You know, and he would be like going on solo, like solo fights and. As time went on, Kinder changed completely and changed into a complete team player and just really got better along with all of us. And so I think, yeah, what definitely was the like the best experience. But Kinder, tell us about the I Got You Hobie night. I believe that night I was playing Zarya. Was it? You were playing Zarya. And I yeah. think you, I think, what were you playing? Farah? Uh, no, I was on Zen that night. 
That's I right. was on, I was on Zen. Yeah, actually, we have that Twitch clip. I'm pretty sure. I know. I, I've seen the clip several times. It's been a while since I saw it. I but I do remember uh, I had some really good shields uh, on yeah. several people, and it was just every time I shield somebody, get, keep them from death. I got you, homie. And then we'd be chasing down somebody, and I'd get the kill. I got you, homie. Yeah, you had. I think you like. You basically took did two like clutch bubbles like back to back. Like it was like a sequence of of, of events. Yeah. Like. You you bubbled yourself and you got hit hard, so you got forty uh, energy from that. Right after that, I I'm pretty sure I immediately transed after that, which kept you alive again. Then you bubbled me, which kept me alive from the next thing that happened. And now you have eighty energy, <laughs> and then now we're chasing people down because I just throw a discord on somebody. You get you know you're fucking charged up and like we're just like destroying people. Uh, yeah. I think there was an ult thrown in there. I'll have to go back and watch the clip, but uh, go. It's on the Ash Those Buttons one, right? Yeah, like it was. It yep. was just. A, it was just like a, a sequence of a of unfortunate events for the other team. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if you can, uh, like, if you yeah. can dig through those Twitch clips and find it on the Ash Those Buttons Twitch, uh, it's a it's a worthwhile watch. It's a great clip. Yeah, it was oh, just yeah, it was, the right amount of beer for Kinder at that time. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what kept you coming back to the game for so for so long? Anybody want to take that one first? Not uh, Kinder. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kinder did go back a lot. But I mean, sure. honestly, I don't play the game as much as I did when I first started on Watch on, on Watchpoint Radio. Um, and that's why I, like, left Watch uh, Watchpoint Radio because, you know, I felt that I just wasn't giving the community enough with me not playing, you know, playing two times a week when I used to play six days a week on average. And, but what is, but I was still in Overwatch. I was still watching, you know, four days a week, three games, you know, in season one, and now four days a week, four games. And I usually don't miss almost any of them. But what intrigues me about the game and keeps me coming back is just the complexity of it. I mean, it is just, and it is a true team game. I think that's why I love the NF, the NFL so much, as opposed to basket, uh, uh, basketball. Like where you get LeBron James, there's only five people on the team. The dude can carry, you know what I mean? But like you go to the NFL and like, I mean, you're, you, you've got 11 people on the field and they all have to work as a unit to actually get the job done. And Overwatch shows us that it is that same type of team game because a 6v5 is almost never winnable for the five. So that's why I love Overwatch is because it is truly a team game and something where you have to work with other people to make it work correctly. Yeah. I, I will say for the for the time that I was in, which it was a while. I was up up till probably three or four months ago. I was still regular. But uh Yeah, I wonder that, what happened three, four months ago. Like did hmm, a new game, game, game come out, out or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh I mean straight you up. You got all, a game with of, no SR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, Feels good man. Feels well, good. That's go actually going away. They're instituting a uh a ranking system. Yeah, uh, I listened to your last episode of Dropping Spicy. I was like, oh, SR, huh? Yeah, well, there's a new one since well, then. 
Well, but, uh, it's an actual ladder, but well, we're, this is not. We'll listen to Drop and Spicy for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get you on that content. <laughs> uh, yeah, straight up, all of you people listening right now, everybody that's uh, listening to this podcast as we speak, the community, uh, all of you guys that come to game nights, all of you guys in the discords and listening to other shows and interacting with each other. Uh, I mean, that's exactly why I came to this game. I didn't come to this game alone anymore after like the first year and a half. It was like, yeah, I like this game okay, but going in solo queue is not fun. You know, going quick play is not fun. Going to game nights, getting half drunk, and just bombing SR, now that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, most of us, I mean, Jaws still plays quite a bit of solo and stuff, but I mean, usually, like now, if I'm playing, I'm playing with the, with the six, and then... You know, after we've drank a lot and the six breaks up, you know, then we go on and win a bunch of games, uh, two and three Q. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Death will even said like he doesn't even play the game unless there's a six form. And I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I, I, I still play the game quite a bit, even though we're in the show. I, I keep telling people, like, I'm not leaving Overwatch. I'm just not doing the show anymore. Um. I don't know. I still find Overwatch to be a fun game, even so. So, so my thing, especially after the experience with Zingata, is like, I just I don't care about the SR. I just like you know if I can, if I can learn like something new while I'm on the character, that's good enough for me. Like the experience was like you know worth it. Like when I started playing, I, I started playing Sombra like I don't know, middle of May or something like that. And my SR just took a nosedive, and I couldn't give a shit. Like I don't, I don't care. Yep, I don't uh, give but a I shit turned, about SR now. Yeah, I, I, I learned a lot about Sombra. I learned, you know, the best way to play her. Well, not, I shouldn't say the best way to play her because I, I'm still not a diamond Sombra, but I can play her way better than I did before. I know where to look for her now. I know what what kind of things to kind of look out for when see when she's around, or you know, I I am definitely way more aware of her in terms of her alt management and stuff like that, you know, so that, that was a whole big experience, you know, for me, you know, not to mention if I just want to, if I'm feeling bad, I want to beat somebody up, I'll hop on Sam, like in like <laughs> low plat. Oh God. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. <laughs> oh know? man. Yeah. You know, going on record, I was wrong about Sabra. Oh, uh, Sabra is so. <laughs> Go ahead. God. Say I told you so, Ja. I was wrong. Or not Sabra. So you mean Sim? Uh, Sim, yeah. yeah, Sim. I told you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had to show him. <laughs> I had to show him. Like, look, man, it's it, it's a, it's a bit much. Actually, I, I was doing um, I was on stream with Mikey today. Mikey does a show called Gay Brunch. Uh, I'm so on, pissed, on by the way, because we talked about that dropping spicy so much. And I was like, yeah, I want to go to Gay Brunch, and I kept forgetting about it. And then he sent you guys sent out a tweet with you talking about Titanfall two of all things. Yeah, on so, the gay brunch, and, and I missed it because the tweet <laughs> didn't show up in my feed until seven hours later. Sorry, rant so, over. Yeah. Quick history on that though. So you know, you know how I've been, you know, pushing him around to play Titanfall two. He finally bought it, and he sends me a tweet says, "If this sucks, you owe me eight dollars." I'm like, "Deal." And if you like it, then I'm gonna come on Gay Brunch, and we're gonna talk about it. He's like, "Fine." Yeah. And guess what? He fucking liked the game. Of so course. we went. He went on Gay Brunch. Well, he uh, he had Gay Brunch on Sunday. I went, and um. We actually ended up playing Overwatch so that we can talk about Titanfall. Uh, while so you know because we were just gonna play Overwatch quick play, so we actually ended up playing Overwatch quick play for like three four hours today uh, while we talked about it. 
you know so but like yeah we, i was t- i was talking with him uh you know a, a, a bit earlier and um i forgot what i was gonna actually say like the why we got off on a tangent <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about no, titanfall like, and gay brunch no uh, titanfall and gay brunch but it, actually it was it was overwatch related <laughs> oh gotcha <laughs> no but like, i mean we, we we definitely talked about um a, a whole bunch and yeah like oh yeah it was about sim specifically so I'll, I'll just edit that properly but so like yeah i was talking to him about sim- uh, symmetra and i was like look at this like i'm fighting off this genji and i'm at level three i'm at level three right now like he'd have a much better chance to kill me if it was still the old charge because at most i'd probably be level two right now as opposed to level three because um you know he moves around like it's hard, unless you have perfect tracking, you're not going to stay on him the whole time, you know, but now she's, 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 she's a bit too much. Like, like, you know, but no, nobody yeah, Sims a fucking you know, monster. Bob right wasn't now. the only one who didn't believe me. You know, he, oh, he yeah. just didn't believe that she, well, <laughs> she I mean, was that was like one that. of the last conversations we had before I moved off of watch point radio and looking into it, seeing like how wrong I was. I realized that, I had just transitioned to all pro play talk and no community play. And that's, you know, that was why I saw a problem with like my content, you know? Yeah. Like, well, actually part of the conversation that me and Mike had was that, you know, they tried to balance her to be more viable. And while she, she was already viable in lower tiers after her rework. And now she's just like, way more powerful like she's still not going to be that powerful in the higher tiers because she's going to get erased because she's squishy you know yep. she cannot and, be independent yeah yeah, and they're going to focus her hardcore exactly. whereas you know it's just like why reaper gets away with everything gold and lower you know exactly like that like when we played the other night and i said i'm just gonna hover around you like that fish hovers around like that small fish hover around the big fish that shit works and and like you know in platinum even in a little bit of, in diamond, like if the Reinhardt, like if it's a Reinhardt v Reinhardt, they don't have a Symmetra on their side of the Reinhardt shield, but we do. We're gonna win that fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that, 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 that's how that's gonna work. Yeah, you know? she definitely so, needs help. Like she's not gonna be like yeah. a Gigi or a Tracer going around just doing yeah, her own she, thing. She can't be like a soldier who just gets positioned somewhere and then can escape out when he's ready. You know, even though I did do a boss escape out of a May ultimate today, by, yeah. <laughs> by the way, I, I was able to get myself out of it. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I mean, that's that, that that's the thing. It's it's okay. Like I said, a lot of people didn't see that coming because the problem is a lot of people can't track. But if you were a Zarya player, like, like, like I was, and you can track with the Zarya beam, not only is the Symmetra beam longer, it is way more powerful. Yeah. And you can start playing Sim then. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah, I th- and I think a big thing is, you know, you just have a shield tank on the other side. She can charge up that beam without even using ammo. And, you know, like a lower team isn't going to be like, stop Sim from charging. Like a higher team is going to be like, Move in, move in quickly, and they'll they'll just take her out. But like most people, just sit there not knowing what to do and just holding the shield up, and then all of a sudden, Symmetra's level three and your shield's gone, and she has full ammo. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, with the longer she's alive, the bigger problem you have. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's just, a, it's just a bigger problem you have. And and then the thing about the shields, man, like it. That makes no sense to me still that she gets her energy back while charging on a shield. That was them trying to make sure that 
the shield meta had you know some kind of counter it was basically just a drill yeah you know, yeah at that point so ours we should but, call them barriers barriers yes that's yeah. correct yes <laughs> that is barriers yes they are, never they got are there right barriers. once through the entire show <laughs> yeah one of like my other for me. favorite moments where i was like <laughs> what do you mean and you guys had to school oh, beyond like that. Yeah. barriers and i was like <laughs> they're like bob that's a barrier i was like oh i'll, sh- yeah. I'll shut up now <laughs> <laughs> yeah like actually one one of my favorite moments which was like i i, I don't know how to how to put it because i'm not like i'm not putting bob down on this but remember <laughs> when we had the conversation about how like about how um the, the the data loads in your game and you said you can the only data that's loaded in the game is the stuff that you can see and i'm like that can't be true like that's not yeah, true Every, the entire that. map loads and i spent a whole week because i knew it was right Yep, right. And you were week. you were definitely right. At, uh, you know, the and replay spent, system is proof. You know, yeah. Well, I spent the whole week trying to figure out like, how can I prove this to Bob without a replay system, right? Without like without like you know having a way to show him how the game engine works directly. How can I prove to him? And then like I didn't have anything. And then I was at the gym like right before the game. I was like, oh my fucking god, Widowmaker is ultimate. Widowmaker's fucking ultimate. Like that, yep. that is the answer. Well, and <laughs> so like, I just always point. thought like someone could sniff things, so they would only give the client what it needed to see. But like, you know, after looking at the replay system and everything else, like I just realized. I mean, fuck, dude, I'm I'm wrong all the time, but I do admit when I'm wrong. That's one thing I do well and often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless it's yeah, no. uh, unless it's about Dallas. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, you you uh, saw the com the conversation with Dude Abides. I was like, well, I can't play or I can't do this episode during the the Dallas game. He's like, well, Chang Du's gonna rock him. I was like, yeah, probably. But a true <laughs> fan has to still watch, you know. And like, I you know, I I do definitely know Dallas has flaws right now, and I have a lot to talk about tomorrow on Owl Recap about what they could do to fix that but phew, it's ugly right now yeah i'm sure hey, at least you're not right. a mayhem fan yes but mayhem <laughs> got their second win today against the houston outlaws who have been hot and i saw that mayhem I saw doubled that. I've, I've their winning gotta score give db i gotta give db some hell about that <laughs> <laughs> oh man mel was yeah. not a pe- not happy Oh, that's right. She's a fan too, isn't she? <laughs> uh, PMing you right now. <laughs> uh, be careful. Mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah, Mel's, yeah, Mel's scary. You don't want to get Ed, uh, Ed in our status with her. Yeah, because I mean, like the mayhem, they they have not been running traditionally correct. So no. you may get this week, but she may get the next week, and then the next week, <laughs> and the next week. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, mayhem I, I can ex- were one uh, and sixteen, and just. Became two and sixteen today, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I can extend yeah. that into just weeks of just utter agony. You're not going to get laid for a month after I'm done, Bob. <laughs> I th- I think Let's... you underestimate my uh, appeal. she she does not have to be happy with me for me to 
gets up. Let's just say you that. I want to sleep with you, but you better not say nothing. We still not cool, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad at you afterwards, but okay. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one to move on from. <laughs> <laughs> Last uh, actually, episode, let it all out. Yeah. <laughs> uh phil gq he was actually uh one of the community episodes we put out this month uh it's not really a community question but he put in in the in the podcast show um question so i'm gonna read it anyway says not really a question but just wanted to let you guys know that i i burned out on ow a few seasons ago but i got back into it because i didn't want to stop listening to wpr in my world ow is now the game about wpr not the other way around that probably comes off more soppy than i intended but it's the sentiment is true good luck with everything guys thank you very much phil we really do appreciate it compliment yeah that is that is heartwarming for any content creator to hear yeah really we really do appreciate that i appreciate you taking the time to come and doing that community episode because every time i say yeah we got somebody to come and talk about how they love bronze they're like what that, <laughs> like, was, that, was, kind of, that was an interesting huh? episode too it was just yeah, like, like Man, I wish I had an account in bronze so I could see what this is like. Right. <laughs> a death Row almost had a violent reaction on his face when I said when I said that to Dude, him. Dude, he sounded upset. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but he even said, he's like, there's no reason for me to be upset right now, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, DB so. sees a lot of things. Like, DB also will never play 3v3. He he will never play free-for-all free death match. Like... He doesn't believe anything is the game except for comp. And like ah, right, right. that's his belief. I don't agree with it, but that's that's the Tao that he lives by. Gotcha. Right. I might buy my son an Overwatch account and just let him play, you know, because he's seven years old. He'll play some bronze. Hey, <laughs> well just I mean you just <laughs> let him play on yours and you might gain some SR. Right. All right, Bob. Ooh, you know what? Bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, right there, former good. Masters player. Let's take this to Apex. Hey, that is one of my favorite parts of the show. I thought that was hilarious where I came on for two weeks. I was like, well, as a Masters player, every, everything so I said. That. And then I thought it was fucking hilarious. And maybe I'm the only one, but I thought it was <laughs> hilarious when I came on that third week. It was like, well, as a former Masters player, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I thought that was good, but maybe I'm just crazy. Nah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just want to, like, once again, to say thank you to Phil for for the for the words. We do appreciate it. Actually, a lot of uh, I've been I've been getting so many messages and you know tweets and you know DMs and stuff like that. You know, with with a lot of kind words, and we really do appreciate it all. But like we couldn't put it, I couldn't take all those and put them into the show. So it's like you know what? It's just whatever's in that podcast show question area. That's what we'll put into it. So, but everybody who's reached out and you know it said something and they, but they had kind words for us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. It'd be co- probably you not. know what it would be kind of mm-hmm. cool if you just did one episode a month and you just did a community episode. You think uh, that I would mean, work? <laughs> I mean, it might be able to work. It's a little, it's a little difficult because like the, a lot of the community episodes kind of come to us because of something we've talked about on the show. Yeah. Somebody wants to kind of extend to that. So if you, if you know, you know, if somebody wants to talk about some overwatch, really, they're like, just fuck it. I'll start my own overwatch podcast. (laughs) Like, you know, like that's, that's kind of the thing, but like a lot of the community episodes come from 
um, you know, things we've talked about on the show. So that's a little difficult. Gotcha. Yeah, but, it was just a thought I had randomly. I gotcha. I'm just trying that's to me. keep you in there. Yeah, yeah, Robot's trying to rope me back in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to our, our topics, which basically is more more about like the future uh, of what's going to happen in Overwatch now. Like, what kind of do, do we think is going to happen? And one thing we've been talking about a lot over the last few months is the two two roll lock. And you know, pretty. It's, it, I think it's at this point it's pretty clear that you know on this show we generally we're not necessarily a fan of it. Uh, that we put, we like, you know, we've proposed like, you know, the, um, the pregame lobby, stuff like that. But more than likely, let's be real. And I think I said this on the, um, the episode with Woods here, Guru about the 222 is like, you know, more than likely the 222 roll lock is what's going to happen. But how that's implemented is, is kind of a different story. And, you know, before, um, I want to say it was not season three, sorry, stage three of season two of Owl. There was a lot of speculation that they were going to start start the, uh, the stage a with lot 222 roll lock of a speculation lot. and like behind the scenes, like I had people prominent in the scene telling me it was going to happen, like like things where I can't say, you know, so and so told me it's going to happen, but people up like up top there telling me it was going to happen. I mean, like your Overwatch, the guys from there thought it was going to happen. I mean. A lot of people thought it was going to happen. It was actually kind of more of a shock that it didn't happen. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can I can understand why um, it didn't happen, especially like with, like with, with such short notice. But, uh, you know, I, I think we, like, you know, 222 means two different things for Owl and for the regular game, right? I think if they just took, like, let's say stage four, they start with 222. And as long as they gave the teams enough notice, Overwatch League will be fine. And I think that would actually boost the viewership because viewership has been kind of low um, from what, you know, I've heard and what I saw. Because actually, I, I, I for a while there, I actually stopped. Uh, I for, kept forgetting to put the, the league on so I can get my points. <laughs> and I finally went back and I, 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 I put the game on. And I was like, oh, it must be over. It must be ending because the like the numbers are so low. And I'm like. Oh no! It's like right in the middle of it. Oh no! <laughs> you know, go ahead, buddy. You want to say something? I hope you were on today because it was double points. But you are you are right. It's like I check basically. I watch almost ev- every single game, and I always check viewership at some point during each game, right? And so it's been dropping down to to like it. It was steady at like one hundred thousand. Through stage one, stage two had some drop off times, like matches that didn't really matter, teams that weren't as good, uh, and then um, it's been just kind of steady at like seventy five to eighty thousand this entire stage. But today it actually peaked over one hundred thousand, and it usually like jumps up. When it's teams that are playing DPS, and there's a, been right. a lot of teams playing deep, like DPS centric comps, like sometimes even three DPS this entire stage, it's been really weird. Like DPS players being brought out, like Sabiobi and Libero on New York Excelsior didn't play at all stage one and two. 
and have been brought out and the dust is being knocked off. So looks like we it, it looks like teams have been told that two two two's coming in stage four. Yeah, I mean, like if if two 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 hits Overwatch League next stage, I think that's fine because they're pros, they're professionals, they're playing the games at the highest level. Um, but for the rest of the game, like for the rest of the community, two two two, I it really needs to come with some reworks, with with some rebalance. It really does because other than yeah. that, like you're, you know, I, I don't think like in, in terms of Overwatch League, they don't care if the bulk of the of the roster doesn't get played, right? If the, if the bulk of the characters don't get played. But when it comes to the community, it matters when a character that you want to play is now almost completely just not viable at all. You can't make anything happen uh, with them because you're you're locked into these into very specific comps, right? So yeah. I think and yeah, they like they they for the last three years they've been balancing the game for you to be able to use whatever configuration you want. I mean, the, the biggest change was really close to the beginning when they stopped allowing double picks. Right, like you couldn't pick two divas or three divas, like you couldn't do that yep. uh, in quick player comp. That was and, like the biggest change, and that came from the beginning. That was like really close. There to was the beginning. Right. there was a lot of people not happy with that with with that change. It said it you know wasn't good, but it turned out to be good. Well, yeah, it, it needed to be done for the for the competitive aspect of the game. Like that was the thing. Like the game was like you just couldn't play competitive competitively when the other team could just go five Torbjorns or six Torbjorns on console. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all they would do. Like, like that shit, it just wasn't, like, it wasn't happening. So, so I posed this question to you at pre-show, but I'm going to pose it here. Would you rather, would you, if they do a 2-2-2 lock, do you want them to come with that Two to two lock patch. Do you want them to have a huge patch that balances a lot of characters, or do you want them to change it to two to two and then fix the characters slowly with the data that comes in? I don't think. I think they would have to balance several characters that we know are going to have a hard time in, in like in, in a straight up two 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 right. comp to like Brig. They, they've waited so long to do anything that they don't have time to sit and collect data anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they, if they would have did this earlier, I think the community would have been a bit more patient, but you're about to make a major change. And if people don't like it, they're like, see, they made the, they, they finally made a change. They did a two, 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 but then they did it wrong. I am fucking done with this game. You know, yeah. like, and that, that's the thing. Like that's right now their biggest challenge, community perception. That's their biggest challenge right now. And, I think uh, I think the two 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 roll lock should come with free to play also, and we were talking about this before, but like I've always just assumed that a two 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 roll lock would come with uh, different SRs based on role support DPS tank, but like if they put a two 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 roll lock in. And it's just the first two people that pick tank or the first two people that pick DPS. That's going to be a shit show. So hopefully. Absolutely. That, yeah. Like I've just always assumed from Jeff Kaplan's comments and everything that it would be SR based on your role. But if it's not, that could be even worse than what we have now. Uh, it could well, be. It will like, be. 
you're talking about things that they're already aware of, right? Like Jeff Kaplan actually mentioned that, you know, so if somebody plays Reinhardt and Diamond, they may not be able to pick up a healer in Diamond or pick up a healer or pick up a DPS in Diamond, right? So they're already aware that part of the problem is being forced to play other roles that you're not used to playing. They are aware of that. So I would imagine that if they did a role queue, it would be an SR per role. The issue that they that they were trying to fix or work through was that they were worried that certain roles would take would have tremendous queue times like dps for DPS, example because yep. people people want to dps all the time so you know i think he said he said something like you know if you wanted to dps your queue time would be like somewhere between like 10 to 20 minutes or something like that when they did when they did their calculations yeah and um, people off like oftentimes like talk about wow and their raid queue but in right. a in a raid in a wow raid the biggest slot like you know i haven't played wow in a long time but over 50% of the raid is DPS. And so, right. and DPS queues are still way longer than tank or support. And so I think they're afraid of that. But I mean, sorry, dude, it's like, it's not DPS watch, it's Overwatch. So, like, maybe you should like try and branch out and play something else. Uh, well, one thing that would help this game a lot is if they come up with incentives, right? If they came up with decent incentives, like if they had a, a, a three Q system, which let's be honest, they actually need a six Q system. But let's start with three. <laughs> you know, uh, if they had a three Q system, they need to incentivize players to play other roles. You know, they, that that's what they need. They need something like okay, fine. If you play like like you know the DPS Q is full. We need people in the tank queue because it's low. Um, you know, if you win these games, if you play, you're going to get double XP or you'll get, you know, um, more purple points if you if you win games in this queue. But like, I, they, like for example, there's a reason I don't play tank in solo queue. And it's not because I don't know how to tank. It's because you don't get supported properly now. And yeah. there's so much... There's so much crowd control in the game, like a Brig stun, Doom knocking you back, Hammond popping your hair, Sombra hack. It is a tough role to play. Like you have to have support, and unless I'm playing on a team setting, I'm not going to do it. So how would they incentivize somebody like me? Because I'm like, well, I'll heal, but fuck tanking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know that they need to work on their incentives. I think. To get players to to play other uh, other roles, even if they just uh, put in, in a three Q system, even if they just put in like estimated queue times over each each role and be like, all right, well, this has got the lowest queue time, bam. That's true, yeah. Like that, I think that that's kind of going to be the, the like one of the bigger issues. I think the biggest issue is that a lot of people um, had like you know some people like that I've talked to about two two two, they understand. That it's not that it's only gonna in terms of balancing the game, I would think that's that's the biggest boon for it, right? But a lot of the problems that people have right now in Overwatch aren't gonna be fixed by a two 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 roll queue. You know, Although, people think like, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I really did love Wood Tier Guru's uh, counterpoint on you in that uh, in that uh, last Wood Tier Guru episode. Like, yeah. I I liked how he pointed out, hey. If I want to play with my off 
with my off tank, if we 2Q as both tanks, like you're going to get your roll for sure. Like, and I thought that was that that was something that I had not thought of. And I was like, oh dude, that would be sick, you know, like like you just know that you're going to play two tanks that's that's that synergize together. And I thought that was kind of a neat point. But like, yeah, right, solo queue, no, yeah. you know, you're still gonna run into that like problem where you want to play main tank, but two main tanks pop in. Exactly. Like, you know, and, and deep the DPS roles are even uh deeper, right? I'll say, okay, I'm gonna queue for DPS and I'm gonna play my my best character, McCree. May. May. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> you you pop in and May's taken already <laughs> because because you don't have an SSD. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, like get an SSD. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's like, you know, you, you, you get in and like the character, cause the higher you go, right. Though, the less you're actually going to flex, you know, that, that, that's generally how it goes. The less you're going to flex, the higher you go. Uh, so as you get better and better and better, you're going to want to stick with those characters that you know, you're, you're good with, but a, what if you don't like one, somebody already picks it, you know, and even in the same role, right. Like, you know, let's say you want to play, let's say you want to play uh, uh, Reinhardt, but somebody picks Reinhardt. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to, can you play Zarya to complement the Reinhardt? Can, like, you know, can you play something to complement that tank or work with the team? Like, what if, you know, the thing you want to play doesn't fit with the team company? You're still stuck in the same position. And now you really, you can't even talk to somebody and say, hey, I can't play an off tank, but I can play a healer. Can we switch? You can't even have that conversation anymore. Right. You know, so I wonder yeah, how they're going to deal with that, because there's a lot of people out there that cannot play Ryan to save their life, but they're badass Zarya's uh, and running that running to that quite a bit. And that was one reason I picked up Ryan because I sucked at Ryan. I really sucked at Ryan, but we would always need a tank and no one no one wanted Ryan. So I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it. And, you know, got half decent at him. But. Not everybody's going to do that, you know, and you're going to have those games where you just don't have a main tank and off tank. You've got two off tanks, you've got two main tanks, whatever. And yeah. surely, surely they've thought of this at Blizzard. Surely, Blizzard, you have thought of this. <laughs> surely, they, Jeff they Kaplan. May, <laughs> they may have thought of it, but they just may be like, look, they're asking for 222, just give them what they want. Just like they, well, originally, they did not want to have like, um, you know, people with main characters like Symmetra. Like Symmetra was never meant to be a character somebody played all the time, or Torp yep. wasn't meant to be a character somebody played all the right. time. But they're like, fuck it, if they want to play them all the time, we'll make them playable all the time. Yeah, like, well, that, if they wanted that, they shouldn't have made characters so vastly different. You know what I mean? Like, just think about Monkey and Ryan. You know, you're going to have to learn Monkey. It's not just going to trans. Like, if you play a good Ryan, it's not just going to transfer into playing a good Monkey. And like, but if Rollout comes in, like I told you on the last episode I came on, like I would be hardcore grinding all the tanks that I don't know how to play. And, you know, it'd be the hardest for DPS, but I mean, I would the, uh... make sure that I was good at all those different tanking roles so that I could, you know, have that be my best SR. You know what I mean? Right. And I think... Uh... 
people who are competitive will do that, but we are constantly reminded that a lot of people, even people who play competitive, aren't competitive. They, they they don't have that mindset. If they can't play their characters anymore, like okay, so take take the uh, the the rework Mercy movement after Mercy after Mercy got her rework. A lot of those people are just fucking lazy. They don't want to admit that Mercy is an off heel now and that she's not viable in every situation. Like, no, we want her viable in every situation so we can play her because we like playing her. You know, that's 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 the issue. Sorry, we rework Mercy movement. And no, Widowmaker is not going to stop getting one shot headshots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that. that's that's the thing. A lot of players, they don't like once they they want their character to be viable all the time. So either they are going to complain about it. And if it's not going to work, they're going to stop playing because they can't play their character all the time. Or they're going to play their character all the time and throw in certain games. Like when people used to just pick Torb all the time or only pick Sim all the time. Like it was essentially a throw pick because that's who they wanted to play. That's that's the way it was. But like I mean, all around, because we've talked about these points for so so long at this point for, for months. My concern is that a lot of people are going to be, okay, 222 is here. The game is fixed. But it's not because the core issues won't be resolved, right? You know, and the thing is, like, once whatever we get next, whatever version of comp we get next, that's it for a long time. They are not making any additional changes to it. They may tweak it a bit, but they're not going to make any massive changes to comp. I mean, they can't just keep doing that. All right. So (laughs) let me pose a question to you. Like. Like, do you not want two, two, two? Like, do you not think it'll make it improve an improvement to the game and the dev and the development going forward? So the thing is, it something needs to change, and it's either got to be two, 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 or it's got to be like one of the like one of our ideas. And if it's better than nothing, right? Something the, the current system gotcha. has to change. And if they do put two, two, two in, like I even like I explained the word to do word to your guru. We don't disagree that it's, you know, uh, that it would improve the game. It would, especially on the balance aspect of the game. 2-2-2 Rolock would improve the game, especially over the season that we have. What we disagree on between, like, you know, you know like hosting this show and some other people is that which approach is better. Some people yeah. just don't believe that the, um, you know, that, like, the, the pregame lobby can work. But, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, so, like... The pregame lobby definitely makes comp less accessible. I understand that, but that's what we've been preaching. Like, you want comp to be less accessible. <laughs> you don't, you don't right. want people just to be able to hop okay. in and press a button. And, and, and the, the, the other thing with the pregame lobby, too, is they're looking, they're losing numbers. This has been happening for a while. Fuck, I left. <laughs> and we know what yeah. happens when Kendra leaves. Right? The game just <laughs> crashes, gets worse. No, I'm just kidding. But, um,. <laughs> They institute the uh, the pregame lobby to a lot of people that don't necessarily listen to podcasts all the time and that kind of thing. Uh, that's not a huge change, even though it really necessarily is a big change. It doesn't feel like one to the community. It's a, and as for fixing the game, it's a really slow burn. So when you institute the two 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 lock, that's that's a big change. That's an instant change. You got instant gratification. Things are shaken up. The entire experience of this game is now completely different. And it's automated. Like, Ja, if you want yours to work, if you want that pregame lobby to work, I think they have to change QP to where it's comp rules, and they have to give half purple points for Q- for QP games. 
So then, I don't allow it. Like, yeah, I don't so, hear any problems, Bob. I don't so, hear any problems yet. So like, then you have that same game because comp rules made Overwatch better. Period. Yeah. Like it is Absolutely. a it is a better game. I hate QP because I hate only playing attack or defense. And then there's no like you pushed it this much farther in QP. Like there's it's black and white. It's not gray. It's not a game. You know what I mean? So you change right, like, right. Yours would work if you change QP to have the same comp rules. And then you also give them half purple points. So then if you want to go that next step, you have to deal with the, with the pregame lobby to get your extra points. And I mean, yeah. that, like that's incentive to do that. But the if you whole, don't want yeah, to do that, sorry, you right. get to play QP and you get to play right. QP and it's the same experience just with less stress. Right. And the thing is, like, the whole purpose, like, of the pregame lobby, like, the idea behind it, right, is that part of the problem with competitive Overwatch is that we know how this game is supposed to be played, how it was meant to be played, and how it is best played, how it's the best experience. And the pregame lobby pushes you toward that versus, you know, like, trying, like, and te that technically speaking, it's kind of automated, too, because, like, what I would suggest is instead of, like, you know, when you hit the comp button, Instead of it taking you directly into a Q4 game, it puts you into a Q4 pregame lobby. You know what I'm saying? And it just basically it puts an extra step ahead of you actually getting into the game. But like it 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 leads to like, hey guys, what's the plan? Crickets, I'm fucking out of here without losing 50 SR. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm out of here without losing 50 SR. So like, you know, it it it, it definitely it, it slows down the process. But I, I'm sorry, competitive. It should be slow. You want to talk about slow? I'll tell you what fucking slow is. Slow is getting your teammates together on TeamSpeak and then going into IRC and looking for a fucking scrim. <laughs> okay? That's slow. <laughs> All right? Like, like yep. pre pressing a button and being put into a queue for an LF, like basically an LFG or pregame lobby, that's not slow. Yeah, I think like literally the biggest problem is there's no other game mode besides competitive that has that rule set and i mean i think that that rule set really ev like it evolved overwatch to just more than a fun little game you're playing and if that option was there without losing sr i would play it all the time i would play with for, so many different friends for the life of me, I don't understand why they don't have an unranked mode. I just they well, they used to have one between seasons, but now that the yep. seasons are literally over one minute and the next one has started, showing you how little the seasons actually matter, by the way. I'm not sure if Blizzard really recognizes that aspect of <laughs> which they did. It's crazy because like I played so much during those week breaks between me seasons. Too. I played yeah. a ton because I was able to try out different things. I mean, I the loved only, it. I played PTR even, and I'm not a PTR dude. The only the only problem that they could have worked on during like with the off season, you know, the unranked mode was like doing something about people who left the matches. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah, would be, like locking just, them out of the game or something because that did really suck. That did suck, but like, yeah, like the, they need to have an unranked mode, man. Like, it would it would stop a lot of people from playing comp, and yes, comp queue times would be longer. But that is okay. 
people who want to play this game competitively will still play the game competitively. The bulk of your community should not be playing this game competitively because most people aren't competitive. They're just looking to play the game, man. They're yep. just looking to play the game. Like, yeah, like I don't know. Like, it's, that's why I'm I'm still like, even if we get two to roll lock, I'm I'm still like, I, I still think the pregame will be even better. But two to two roll lock is better than nothing. But it comes with a complete rework with the game. So I guess kind of circling back, like, fine if they put it into Overwatch League go for it but you cannot put that shit into comp like you know into into the regular game until there has to be much discussion there has to be a ton of developer communication like i don't want to wake up one day and see it hey this is jeff from the overwatch team in the next patch we're putting in two to two roll lock like whoa whoa whoa. yeah yeah. yesterday's patch had two 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 in it yeah Yeah, it would be nice to have a little like heads up of when this is coming what it's gonna bring MMR reset, yada yada yada. It's I mean it's a big step. I I I really think if they're smart, they put that step in. If they re- if they redo the MMR, QP. I might come back for a while. Yeah, well, and I think they if because I, I know my main account's MMR is fucked. <laughs> they gotta do it with free to play if they if they wanted to grow the brand. I think but they're that, already uh, having such a smurf problem, though. How do they mitigate that? That's well, that's I was just getting ready to get into. They're not they do going free to, to play. Like the only way to mitigate it is SR, uh, like roll S SR. Because literally, I'll play my main account almost like exclusively after they make that change. Because then I could be like, I'm going to get more loot boxes. Like, I might actually buy more loot boxes because, like, I haven't cared because I have five accounts. I haven't cared about loot boxes for so long. Which I guess you're right. It may reduce smurfing by a lot just for people that play for alternate characters. Yep. So then the smurfs you do get are going to be, like, actual asshole smurfs. There's there's two ways to mitigate smurfing if they go free to play, which I do think they should go free to play. Um, Two ways. One... If you want to play comp, you have to have mobile authenticator. That's one. But that's a pain in the ass. I think the more simple way is that you have to pay for a pass to get into comp, right? So people who've already paid for the game, they have the pass. But if you are playing the free-to-play version and you want to play comp, you need to pay buy like a $20 comp pass. Or they move seasons back to three months and charge five five bucks per season. And they give yeah. you incentive well, skins be, and that stuff. That would be like a battle pass. And they would really need yeah. to step up their skin game <laughs> you yeah. know, for, yeah. for, for it to be worth it. They need to really step that shit up. Yeah, okay? but, but I mean, that's <laughs> definitely an option that could be great. And just getting people in QP free to play would grow the Overwatch League, too. Mm-hmm. It would. I think going free to play would actually benefit the game. But you got to keep those people... Out, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people. You would mean you people. Those people. Like you, know, <laughs> you got to keep those people out of comp. That's let's let's not get like, another uh, a couple of white guys talking about. Oh yeah, that might be my favorite WPR. That, that moment. Somebody moment. told me I was white. I was like, uh oh, upgrade. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me go collect my privilege. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean. I, I I think it would definitely help Overwatch League. It would definitely help. It should help bolster the numbers because they've they've obviously seen that um, 
you know, putting DPS on screen is what is what brings uh, people in because you get those like, you know, really cool plays and stuff like that. Uh, but in the main game, I, I think they need to be way more careful because if they do this, in, the community is so it's it's so on the edge. Right. We've been waiting for so long for something to change that if they make if they make a choice, they make a change and it doesn't work out well, like almost immediately. We're gonna run some. We're gonna have some problems, <laughs> you know. Well, and, and I'll call some issues for Overwatch League as well. If they do the role SR, it's gonna come with an MMR reset. And I know there's a lot of people that are in Masters that play ten games a uh, a season and get placed back in Masters and think that they're Masters players. And there's gonna be a lot of there's. The, the top five to six percent are going to be really pissed that they actually have to play the game correctly and well to get back up to that rank. Like there's a lot of people that just wear that as a badge, like as if right. 10 games a, a season says that you're a master's player. I was actually going to take that from the other angle. I was going to say there's going to be a bunch of people that came back like, oh, yeah, I was stuck in gold because my MMR was stuck in gold and the yeah. game was holding me back. <laughs> Now's my time. Now's my time to show them I'm really a diamond player. I'm really a mess player. And they just get placed right back in gold. Like, because you're a gold player, dude. Because you're a gold player. Like, that's why. Like, the first step to getting out of gold is knowing that you're a gold player. Like, it is. Like, it is. That is the first step to getting out of gold. Well, I mean, and there is, I mean, there's a lot of truth to being stuck at the rank that you're at. You know, there is definitely a lot of truth to that. But like the only way you rise is playing a lot and playing really well or playing with a six that's like really good. Like, yeah, that's just the way it goes. I've said it so many times, but like in the in the lower ranks, like in order to get out, right? It's like you're fighting against your team. You have to be able to able to carry in some way. And a lot of people, when you think carry, it means you have to carry as a character, right? Like, I need to hop on Soldier. I need to hop on McCree, and I need to make these cool plays happen. Sometimes carrying just means carrying from a captain perspective, like telling them, okay, go here, go there. Unfortunately for DPS, that is a tough job to do when you're a DPS. When you are a tank in the front line or a healer in the back line, that is the easiest ways to be able to, like, lead a team. Yeah, being well, in I, the middle or as a DPS is a bit tough. Right? And I, th- I, th- I think there's a lot of people that misunderstand carrying and they think like DPS popping off, and that's literally one of the lowest ends of carrying in Overwatch. Like usually, if a tank or a heal, like if an Ana is carrying, if you're not really versed in the game and really knowledgeable you might not even realize they're carrying. Like, it's just DPS carries are very evident. Right. Well, yeah, because, like, the reason you're able to pop off as a DPS because I'm keeping your dumb ass alive. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> here you are out of position, <laughs> you know, and here I am just keeping you up, you know, so covering for your mistakes. So, yeah, yeah no, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, there's, but, um, there's nothing more important to a team, at least in – the higher levels than a good shot caller like that that's the bottom line because stone cold said so what you know about right. texas rattlesnake <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or just a shot caller even bad calls just like you said in the episode with db even bad calls with five other people following it is better than no call 
Right. That yeah. is true. Yeah, like if you got five people shooting at the, or if you got five people running off the line and chasing the somber that's trying to distract you and you get the kill, then hey, I mean, it's, it's, it's a net win. <laughs> now, now, now it's a 5v6. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want, right? Yeah. Even so. if you're engaging the wrong target, if you all do it together, then fuck it. They don't have fuck a chance. It. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on to another topic about the future of Overwatch. New characters. We know we have at least two new characters coming out this year. And one probably, let's be honest, in a week, in a few weeks. You know, it's going to be early July. That's new character time. And based on uh, what we've seen recently, it's going to be a tank. And it's going to be that guy that was in the uh, the uh, Baptiste short story, quote unquote. They, somebody like I was like, man, I didn't read it because it looked long. And somebody was like, yeah, it's 20 pages. It's not that long. I'm like, 20 fucking 20 no pages. Way. <laughs> like, 20 pages. This is 2019. Y'all, y'all wanted lore. <laughs> they hired a writer a few a few months back and she's been writing shit. So yeah, write it in the comic form with the moving pictures. Thank you very I much. I know. Please, please, because <laughs> I love those. I'm you know, yeah. I'm just if or I want put out the MP3 audio. Put out the audio version because I don't read books. I listen to audio books while I do other things. Bob, no can, read. Bob, listen. Podcast yeah. good. Book bad. Yeah, Bob, Bob, no waste time doing one thing at a time. Bob, multitask. Yeah. Well, I, I actually considered doing it. I was just like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Like, you know. But like, um, no, like, I think his name is Mauga. Is that my saying that correctly? Mauga, M-A-U-G-A. I've heard a lot of people pronounce it Maga. Maga, okay. I mean, and just I, like I'm not leave out sure. the U. Yeah, like I'm basically. I, I just did. I watched it. Well, read a summary or watched the summary of the story because I these last few weeks have been busy. They have been very busy, uh, so I haven't had a chance to read that book. You know, so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, according to what I, I've seen, it looks like, you know, they, they describe him in detail, which usually means mm, like, you know, and not so much, not only do they describe him in detail, they have like sprays of him in game, you know, really, really? sprays of just him in game. Yes. Some yep. of the stuff you can get from the Baptiste uh, challenge is our sprays of him. So more than likely he's going to be the next character. And we know that they're expanding their tank and healer rosters. So it makes sense. And it looks like he has two big double guns. Uh, he might have a barrier that's deployable or not. It might move with him. Uh, and he might have some type of enrage mechanic that affects other people. That sounds more like to me like an ultimate. Like, you know, that might be his ultimate where he goes enraged and those within a certain radius of him. Also, maybe they can output more power or they have more health. Maybe it's like an AOE and an alt, you know. Yeah. Which would sound like a bad idea to me, but hey, it's Overwatch wouldn't be there first. Jokes on you as an AOE monkey old. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Mercy just running around. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's a mosh pit. Um, <laughs> lots of people have speculated that the guns are not going to be something you have to reload. Uh or if you do have to reload, there'll be another mechanic on top of it, an overheat mechanic, where, like, uh, if you shoot too long, you overheat. And, like, so might be, like, you know, old Gatlin gun, first-person shooter mechanics where you're, like, kind of, you know, kind of hitting left-click in a rhythm to keep the the barrels spinning 
but not right. overheat the guns. Right. Right. Well, I would imagine you might be able to, if that's the case, you might be able to right click to keep your barrel spinning. Right. But when he's shooting, he probably moves slower. I would imagine. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but that's just going to get boosted when they're like, well, we need him to move faster on attack. <laughs> like, you know, that, that. Uh, hi, Arissa. But, um, well, I mean, yeah, he, the, like, uh, he looks uh, a lot like from that archives, uh, not this year's archives, but the archive before, I guess. Uh, I'm pretty the guy sure they still used it in this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they reused the asset, but the guy, the heavy with the two machine guns that can yeah. charge, uh, yeah. like it looks like they're using a lot of those assets to make this character, I think. New characters, yeah. So no, yeah, that that will make a lot of sense. If he does have a barrier, because they talked about a barrier in the story. That shit better not move with him, man. Like, because they also mentioned in the story that when people shot his barrier, the bullets reflected off of it. No, you don't get to move with that. You do not get to move with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I you know. like. I wonder if it'd be something where he could like collect the bullets and then fire them back. You like know what the I mean? Titan ability. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's like Titan. That's exactly that would like Titan. Be fall. fucking awesome. Like <laughs> what I would. So a long time ago, when we were talking, I don't. And I can't remember if you were on the show yet or not, Bob. But when we were talking about Winston Bubble and how to improve it, uh, because people were complaining that it was OP at the time, uh, which that could have been any stage of Overwatch history. When people complain about, uh, you know, a shield. Maybe this is like when Arissa was like kind of first in, uh, introduced because we were talking about having too many shields. Uh-huh. But I was saying one of the things that they could do instead of Winston's bubble just being a dome, it's a dome of like these like honeycomb pieces, right? And every time you shot like one of the honeycombs, it went away, but the bullet reflected off of it instead. I, I, I did w- listen to that episode, but it was before me. It was before you, yeah. Yep. But yeah, I, I think, liked that idea. And you could like like take out the different uh hexagrams yes. uh, throughout it. You know, yeah, you could like exactly. break it down. You could still a widow could shoot could shoot through it if you got like the part of the bubble off, you know. Right, exactly. So I think if they did something like that, as opposed to just having a barrier that once he put whether it's deployable or not. Once he puts it out there, it just the bullets just bounce off of it. I think it'd be too much. Like you'd have to be able to like maybe break pieces off of it. I think it would to be, be too much now. But when you were talking about that, Winston was not as powerful as powerful as he became when Dive Meta started. Like, right, well, Winston I'm, I'm, I'm was talk- almost unplayable at that time. That you were talking about that. Right. Well, I'm talking about the new character. Like if they if he has a deployable barrier, like it would I. I I wouldn't want to see him be able to deploy a barrier that every shot just boom, just reflected back for a certain amount of time. We already have somebody who does that, and that shit's annoying as hell. Yeah, you know? that's, <laughs> that's 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 why the collection, and then him having to aim where he shoots it at would be kind of fun. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, if he did have a deployable barrier, which I honestly, I don't want any more heroes with barriers. Like, I just don't. You know, and this is uh, this is me playing playing Arissa. Like we we have three barriers in the game. We've all we we knew by the end of like year one that we didn't want anymore. But <laughs> you know, but if you could get a two 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 lock, you will never have to deal with more than two. That's still enough. That's that's more than enough. <laughs> Just imagine if they put another. Uh, barrier tank like Ryan or Orissa out, and there's no two two two. Then, just uh, just think of how 
OP our Bastion Rhine Orissa is in most tiers of Overwatch, then add another barrier to barrier. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have to be really careful about barriers. Like nobody likes shooting into into red squares. Like you know that is not satisfying. <laughs> red squares or red domes. Like this is something that we already know, which is why I think they've really refrained from adding more barriers to the game. Like you know, just have the tanks do kind of you know like something else. Just don't have a barrier, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, yeah. If, and if they do add more tanks, then. Uh... That don't really have barriers as their main abilities. You got to be really careful with that too, because you don't want them to be an ult battery. Yeah, that that's one like of the Cog. more difficult to. That's one of the more difficult mechanics of this game to balance around, especially with tanks. Is they're either Roadhog, who's just an ult battery for everybody else, or a Reinhardt, where they rely on a shield. Yep, and I'll be Jaws explaining Hog gotta, as a heavy. You know, he's not really a tank; he's a right. heavy. If you really look at game development over the last twenty years. Right, and right. they kind of got it right with Hammond with the the shields that the, the the ability shields that don't add to ult charge. But at the same time, if you're going to have a character like that, and one of his abilities isn't strictly for that, then maybe make one of his passive abilities where like so much health, you know, doesn't count towards enemy ult or something like that. You know, right? They either have to utilize shields, or the, even the thing about Hog is when you do his, uh, you know, uh, when you vape the Hog. You uh you like that only, it only does half health, which means they don't get the full um effect. From, yeah, yeah, that was you a good, know, from, that was a good change. From, yeah. from the uh, they don't get the full effect from the damage they're doing. So like, if I'm playing Hog and a Hanzo is trying to farm me, right? Like um you know and he does his E on me, like you know his, his storm arrow. You know I'll hit the vape while he's doing it, so he can't get well one, so I can live. But two, so he, can, uh, <laughs> so he won't get the full, uh, you know, the full energy from it, you know. But I mean, like, I don't almost every DPS like you can farm tanks now, you know, like, you farm tanks now. Like, I mean, I, that's I farm tank. Like the only DPS I play I where I don't really constantly. Farm yeah, the only DPS I don't really, I, I don't have to farm as much as uh, that. At least for me, is uh, Ash right. Because Ash, you get way more value out of uh, getting the dynamite on more people than you do out of just shooting a tank over and over again. Yep. Right? Right. So that's how I end up getting Bob all the time. But, like, for the most part, as DPS, like, you know, well, one, you should always be shooting. You know, ABS, always be shooting. But, uh, you know, you you know, farming tanks is not a bad idea, even if you're not going to kill them. So... Yeah, yep. I mean that's just part of that's just part of the game. I mean, me is when I'm playing Ryan, I'm getting farmed constantly because I if a tracer's in there, I can't turn. I have to keep right, the yeah. team shielded. Like, and I'm going to get farmed if my team doesn't take care of her. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like it's it, that's it's a good thing to have. Like the a good way to get your alt as a DPS is just to farm a tank. You know. So, uh, but yeah, I mean that's what it looks like our next hero is gonna be. Um, and after that, you know, we're in November BlizzCon, we're going to have another hero. And I don't know if they said that it's definitely not Echo already. I know when Baptiste came out, they said that Echo was not Hero 31. But I don't know, like with this hero, I don't, we'll see what they say if, 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 they, if they say once again it's not Echo. Uh, because, you know, for those, like, you know, just a, a refresher, Echo is that robot they showed that McCree freed at the end of this, uh, that cinematic last year. Uh, Omnix, by the way. 
No, Uh-oh. Echo's not an Omnix. She has a human face. Oh, yeah, Echo well. is like, yeah, she's like, she's like, I think she's basically, she was like an AI with a yeah. robot. Or like Cortana style. Yeah, you know, so, um, yeah, that's who Echo is. I mean, it, it, it really, I'm pretty sure Echo is going to be, I mean, I'm pretty sure they already said Echo is going to be a character uh, or a playable character. And hey, that, she would fit in the support role. She would definitely fit in the support role. They said that she's going to be a big part of the story. Jeff at BlizzCon said that they need to implement her correctly. So, yeah, I have no clue. I really hope they bring, like, my, because like, I, you know, this whole last year, I've kind of been talking about bringing a support that doesn't just heal. Like, it's a utility support. Like, you know, it can, it can uh, take statuses off of you or it can keep you from getting affected, you know, by crowd control or, or something like that. Like, that's the shit that we need right now. Yeah, well, uh, if still. they put out an anti-CC character, I feel like they got to put out two. You know what I mean? Got, like, like, at I the know, same think... time, or else that's going to be a must-pick because of all the CC that has been in, you know put into the game. Unless you have, like, a super damage comp, like, you know, okay, fine, you're going to, you're gonna like, you know, remove all the, you know, we can't do anything about the CC, fine, we are going to blow through your line. Yeah, good like, point, you know, good it, point. Especially because if it, like, you know, it looks like they're going to go 2-2-2, two, two, two. Now you have one healer and one utility support, you know, which I don't think my like I st- I am still waiting for that character that's like an Abathur style character that just doesn't sh- show up on the field, right? Like you basically play him from spawn, and like he can he can manipulate the map and do different. That was things. what you wanted Arissa to be, wasn't it? Something like uh, that. I wanted it was was it? I'm trying it, to think when like it was, it was before Arissa was announced. It was when they were talking about Evie. And you thought Evie might be just someone? Oh, yeah, I remember that conversation in yeah. spawn. Yeah, like I think uh, maybe uh, yeah, kind of like a think- battlefield commander. Like if anybody right. ever played Battlefield or Battlefield twenty twenty one or whatever it was or twenty forty nine, like you could be a Tw- commander and like you're literally looking at the top of the map and sending com like commands to the troops. Right. Yeah. So like something that can like assist like like that like you know, uh you 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 know you 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 uh go to Reinhardt and you attach a device to him that either makes him go faster or makes him jump higher or like may, like you know maybe adds like a shoulder cannon onto him like to auto fire while you're fucking fighting you know shit like that yep. like you know like, and I, I mean you would have to be able cool to do it mechanic. to multiple characters for that type of character to have feel value yeah. rather than a character that just attaches to other characters and then just sits like riding on the back of the character. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, like maybe you have like a multi-form robot that like, okay, well this now in this form, this robot's going to provide you more armor. Okay. In this form, this robot's going to speed you up in this form. This robot's going to, you know, give you more damage. Like that'd be such a cool concept that like, okay. Cause right now five E six is a death is, is, is a death sentence. Like, you know, you pack it up, boys. You're, you're down one player. Go back. <laughs> you know, in in, mo- in in a lot of uh, in a lot of organized fights. But if they were to change it, like where five e six wasn't a death sentence, like that would be. I think that'd be really interesting. I'd love to see that. But I don't think Echo would do that. I think. Well, one, I just I I don't really see the need for another person that heals, right? Like for me, Baptiste was unnecessary. Like, okay, fine. He, you know, he has like an AOE heal that, you know, he can shoot from a distance. That's cool. But we, it, it's not necessary, you know. It's pretty mean in Bunker. I mean, if you add more heals that do it in different ways, 
you just get more ingenuity, but like, I don't understand how they keep adding more characters at this point without the, without the rule. Like I know we keep coming back to that, but I mean, I just don't see how you could think of all the possibilities that could be. Well, that's the thing. It's like, next thing you're going to know, you're going to get a flying character that can shoot rockets that can heal. (laughs) At a fucking distance. <laughs> That's where we're going with this. Like the character kind of call her Harap. Yeah, <laughs> you that know, like, kind of cool, actually. No, it doesn't, Bob. It doesn't <laughs> sound cool. Fair, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have you a know, whole so. freaking uh, was it Metroid Other M situation going on with Farah? Yeah, like dude, like yeah. I just, <laughs> I just rather like let's let's get some other type of support. And you know, like I like, you know, I think they should have kept Symmetra support, like maybe focus on her shield generation and shit like that, you know? Like focus on that. You know, that I, I don't think that was a, a, a big problem, but somebody thought it was. <laughs> you know. Yeah, or yeah, maybe her, like get the ability a... to build like health pack generators, things like that, things to control map, you know. Like or, okay, yep. think think about the things that we don't have a lot of, like people that can give speed boost, like when Anna first came out, her ult gave the person speed boost. But like, think about a character that maybe instead of like Lucio, where he gives like an aura of speed boost, maybe their E is a speed boost they could just put on somebody. So Genji goes into Blade, and they hit them with the speed boost. You know what I mean? And like, right? Or Reinhardt's going in, and they hit them with the speed boost. You know, and just different ways to implement the same things that are already in the game that only certain characters have. Yeah. I mean, like right now, like, you know, if you're, if you're playing Ryan and you're not playing with a Lucio, you're probably in gold, like, you know, <laughs> or maybe a little plat, like, but other than that, like it's a death sentence to play with Ryan and not have Lucio for that speed. You know, imagine yeah. if you could have somebody else that can give Ryan speed well, to make him more viable, you know? And then like on top of that, like, you can get away with Ryan without speed on certain maps, but like two CP, if you're running to Ryan and you don't have a Lucio, you're not going to get through the, through the choke, but maybe on payload you can, you know what I mean? It's a little different, right? Yeah. You know, it it is a bit different, you know? So yeah, no, like I think if they had support characters that can do other things like, you know, remove anti from you or do this or do that, you know, so, because I mean, if you're a good Anna, you're probably like, well, I shouldn't say that. Like, in, in most cases, your anti is going to hit multiple people. So they might have to choose one person for anti to come off of. You know, it makes it a more technical game. You know, yeah. I would like to see more things like map control. Like, uh, they're introducing a character in Apex who has an ability I really like. Uh, she pretty much puts up nodes. And when two nodes connect, it makes like an electric fence. And you can walk through it but it'll slow you and uh, do a little bit of damage to you. And the slowing effect like really sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard that on your episode. That sounds weird. Yeah. It does sound weird, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of really cool. And if you could do things more for like map control, especially, and you know, of course balance it for overwatch. So it's not just ridiculously, ridiculously OP or really you need to fix the maps. To be honest here. All right. Like yeah. Paris. Why is there still only one choke? Like they fixed, uh, they fixed. I get involved pretty quickly. Yeah, why is Paris like that? Are they just trying to make it? Because like, it is a small choke with a high ceiling. Are they just trying to force 
Farah comps and ball comps, like, is that is that the goal? Like, I just don't understand why that map, first point, has such a small choke compared to every other map. Right, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I wonder if, like, like I said, there's no Gamescom this year. I just thought about this. I, I, I wonder if they are going to have a new map again, like, in August. You know, we got we got a new map, Paris, at the beginning of the year. Then, you know, we got Havana. So that kind of keeps in line with last year, you know, with Blizzard World. And then... Um, By the way, oh, I God. love Havana. That's the first, like, new map that I love instantly. Well, compared to Paris, it's, it's a fucking godsend. Compared so. to Paris, <laughs> compared to Eichenwald, compared to any new map they've put in. Like, I've always hated it at the start. I really uh, love Havana. No, I didn't hate a new map until Paris. Paris was the map that I was like, yeah, if they did a uh if they did a a map vote, I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But um no, like I, I uh you know, they, we got Havana, which would have been like what was um what was the second map that came out last year after Archives? What was that? That was uh Oh god, what is the name of that map? Busan? The R. Oh, no, uh, 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 Rialto. Uh, Rialto. Rialto, you're right. And then Busan was in August because of the, you know, the cinematic and, you know, stuff like that. So I wonder if they're still on schedule to release a new map in August because they would have did the same thing with, uh, you know, they did the same thing like the first year with Eichenwald. I'm pretty sure Eichenwald was a, was a, was a Gamescom map, you know, so, but they're not going to Gamescom this year. So I'm curious if they're going to release a new cinematic and a new map because they've been doing that consistently for a while. And the last cinematic was Ash. Yeah, I feel like the new map will come. Cinematic, I'm not so sure. Right. They they might just save it for BlizzCon, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But like, yeah, I'm curious to see if they really if they release a new map because you know that will drive some buzz. But I get a little nervous, like especially after Paris. Like I get a little nervous with new maps, man, because Paris is the worst map in Overwatch. And Dude, but like you, you could take that you could take that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> but like, man, I really love Havana, like I really do. Like, and I mean, the first time I played it, it was intuitive. Like, it just felt like yeah, I, I knew what to map. do. I didn't know the corners, the like ways you could go into buildings and everything, but it it didn't really matter. Like, it was just fun from the start. Yeah, like no, I, I did, I did like Havana, even though people seem to be allergic to the high ground. But I'll leave that alone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right and with that i think it is i think it's time to finally start wrapping this bad boy up no 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 that means it's over that, that does mean it's over game over man the the, uh, the 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 train has come to its final destination that's uh, actually it's hitting on planes so but yeah it's kind of <laughs> it really is kind of hard like this is this is one, uh, I mean, one of the OG Overwatch podcasts. Uh, kind of hard. I'm fully erect. <laughs> <laughs> it is skinny. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've been doing this for a while. I mean, like, we, we started planning this show during, I think, one of the first betas. No, maybe it was like the second beta for Overwatch, right? And then we actually started the show the week that the i think like the final beta started happening that happened in february of 2016 uh 
And yeah, we we've sent from that point forward. We have been doing the show uh, pretty much almost every week, right? I mean, it has been pretty pretty consistent. I've done a couple solo shows on my own because I'm like, you know, I gotta give people what they want, <laughs> dude. Like you think about general Overwatch podcast, like Omnic Lab is not a general Overwatch podcast. You know, like they're right. all they're all they all have died, like and. Now, Watchpoint Radio is going away, and like literally, you have the Cavalry every other week, which is general, and you have Heroes Never Die. Is there another? I mean, I guess Omnic Weekly does general and like Overwatch League, but they started later. Like, I think, like, literally, Watchpoint Radio is the third, the third of the original podcast to go out like the third to last. And like, there's literally only two left that were OGs and it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I've seen, we've seen shows come and go too. you know, yeah, we've seen the <laughs> yeah. payload. We've seen so, so many different shows. And I remember when all the shows were canceling and you and I were like, we're staying Bob, we're staying. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's kind of the nature of the beast of podcasting, though. Like the number one Apex podcast right now just called it quits. And the number two is going to two weeks. And it's like, what the fuck? Well, sounds like this new number one in town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check it out. Uh, 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 Drop it up. spicy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't even trying for a plug. I was just trying to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that, that's kind of the thing. And it's. I mean, I think one of the things is like a lot of the, the the other podcasts kind of focused on the news, which you know, if that if that was the case, this show would have been gone a long time ago because the news stream has just been slow for yeah, like two years at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah their this, own news. It yeah. it is kind of unfortunate because this is one of the few. I actually I think this is the only show that searches through forums. And brings up forum topics. I'm pretty sure no other show does that. Yeah, it's a, it's ugly out there. That's probably why. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, and it, going through the forums and like just like going through several threads that don't have that don't at first glance would not look like they are related, right? But then when you actually go through the threads and look through the the replies and you can see that there is a thread that goes through these issues and it's a deeper underlying issue. Yeah, you know, and you have to push right? past all the assholes that are the silent majority that are the not the silent majority. What am I trying to think of? The the vocal minor vocal, vocal minority. minority right. Thank you. Yeah. No and it'd be like you have to push through all of those and that's a lot of work and jaw's been doing this every week for you guys like i mean i really wish you could understand how much work it is it's why i didn't take this show over is because i didn't want to i didn't want to half-ass it and there was no way i was going to do the work that jaw put into that right and this this is like a primarily community podcast and when I started the, uh, when I started our Apex show, like I started doing the same thing, taking a lot of cues from Jaw and started lurking the forums and things and finding topics. And he's right, it's a freaking gold mine. But crawling through that but shit is a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a mess, <laughs> but it's a gold mine of information. So I hats off to you, Jaw. I I understand yes. now. 
Hats off to you. And like, thank you so much, dude, for just all you've taught me and just everything that we've went through. Like, I, there aren't words ever that are going to tell you how much I thank you. Like, I speak better because of you. And I used to have a bad stutter. And you, you you heard that stutter when I interviewed with you, and you still let me come on, and you fixed a lot of the the stuff in post, and but you helped me just change, and I am so grateful for you and just everything you do. And if Overwatch gets another big boom, I hope the Watchpoint Radio comes back. Yeah, I mean, this. I'm not saying that I'm gonna be going forever, right? But for right now, it's just not. It's not very feasible, you know. Uh, but now that I thank you guys for, you know, as much as people give me credit for this show, like, I if I had to do it solo every week, I wouldn't be doing it, right? <laughs> you know, what I'm yeah, saying? dude, like, solo episodes are hard. They are really tough. Hard. So once in a while, it's one thing; it's fine. But like you know, you guys have been you know great co-hosts. You know, I, I definitely appreciate it. I, and looking for co-hosts like. You know, it's kind of tough when you when you need to find somebody that you know won't agree with you all the time. Like it's so easy to find somebody that's like that old group. Right. With you. There's, there's nothing you worse know. than an echo so chamber podcast. Yeah, yeah, dude. And like that's one of the biggest problems with podcasts that I find is that, dude, have your own opinion. Like, don't just right. Yeah. Don't just agree constantly. And if you do agree, throw in devil's advocate. Like. Like, just throw that in there and say, okay, well, playing devil's advocate. So you don't have to say this, your opinion, but just grab the opinion of someone else, you know? Right, yeah. And I mean, it's always uh, it's having people uh, or hosts with different, you know, views, like, you know, having somebody who may be a gold player and having somebody who's a former Masters player and have somebody who's <laughs> making the climb up, like, you know, that makes a difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that yep. makes a difference. You know, dude was the guy who he really utilized LFG, still does, like, more so than I ever did, you know, and, you know, I, that brings a different perspective, you know. Mikey was always yeah. a super casual player, like, and that brought a, a, a very varied perspective as well. Dude, I was so upset when I first joined and Mikey left. I was like, "No, it's such a good host." Like we had him on, we had him on our dropping spicy, and like it, three episodes, and I'm like, I'm attached. Yeah, he's no. like a puppy. <laughs> no, I gave him a name and everything. Dude, now I Mikey put him down. is so awesome, and like <laughs> I was so excited to join those two, and then Mikey left, and I was like, man. But I mean, we definitely. You know, had a good show with each with each other as a duo cue, you know, like but I really loved Mikey and like I really loved being able like I got to do it a few times before Mikey left. I really loved just like playing you guys against each other and like just it's not watching what happened. <laughs> it, it it was beautiful. Like it was great. I wish we could have done more episodes. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like Mikey's the type of guy where he will have an opinion, and he will have a, a very valid reason for that opinion, and I'll have a very valid reason for mine, and we'll just kind of like go at it, you yep. know. So yeah, well, and you guys don't like yeah. Fuck you! you guys... I'm playing the black card. No, I'm playing the gay card. You've activated <laughs> my trap card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I mean, it was so it 
Like it was so cool. Like I mean, I just wish I would have gotten more time with Mikey. I really do. Right. Well, I mean, me and Mike, we actually have some stuff that we're working on now together that you know, it's going to take some time but it'll, like eventually you'll see us on the same show again <laughs> oh shit um, nah but yeah you guys been you know made great co-hosts like, i wouldn't be able to you know <laughs> make the points that i make or you know uh, some stuff that i didn't necessarily think of or have to explain certain things without you know the right without the right people backing me up so you guys were always great it was always a pleasure you know i never got off a show like man fuck those guys if i wasn't making all this internet money i wouldn't be doing this <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah i mean honestly yeah. like i mean today we had a 45 minute pre-show where we just shot the shit you know what i mean like right yeah and i mean we would always stay afterwards and it's just it's just been an extraordinary experience for me and i love you guys yeah, well, I, 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 we love you too, Bob. <laughs> but like, <laughs> don't I speak honestly, for me. Don't put words in my mouth. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I honestly did not expect to be to spend three years on this show. I will tell you that much. And uh, I never put a time limit on you know how long this show would last. But honestly, the funny thing is, like as people are calling Overwatch dead, as people are saying that Overwatch is dying and the game's dead and other podcasts are falling off because nobody's playing Overwatch. That's not what my numbers are saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just steadily seeing an increase in in people listening to the show and downloading the show, interacting with the show, following us on Twitter, coming into the Discord and saying, oh, well, you know, I love the show, you know, because you guys still talk about Overwatch and you're realistic about Overwatch. Like, you know, um, I know uh, there's a there's actually a pretty large portion of our audience that stopped playing Overwatch. But still listen to every episode, you know. Yep. It, it, I mean, it, I right. listened to the instance for a year following quitting World of of Warcraft. And it just, it like was actually like a coping thing. Like I was leaving something that I had spent so much time in, but I wanted to still feel like I was connected to it. And like. This is the type of show, like, this show is very instance-like. Like, I mean, I, it, it's, it, it's a bummer that it's going, but, like, I mean, it, all good things must come to an end. And it's like, you know, I've I had to explain several times, like, this show is not ending because I don't like Overwatch anymore. You yeah, know? we're going to be playing every weekend, I'm sure, in our uh, Yeah, sixes. like, so, like, I, and I, told I will Deflo, send the gif out that DB sends out. Every time, where, where is, is Ja? ja? <laughs> Dude, it's like, yeah, like I, I'm not leaving that Discord. I still play Overwatch. It's just that, you know, and I, I've had to explain several times, like, look, man, like, there's a lot of shit that goes on in the background, especially on my end. Like, the only reason I am not broke is because I do everything by myself. Well, not should say by myself, <laughs> but like, I do a lot of shit in the background for the network and for the other shows, and yeah, you know, making you, sure. It, like you host these shows. Like if all of your shows were on Lipson, that would be probably roughly seven hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's not seven hundred bucks a month. I'll tell you that much because I built a lot. I'm, yeah, I'm because you're actually like, building like, and and that's the difference. Like, I and like you 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 make dreams happen for other people like Ramsey's and Labosco on push the point like I like 
I just saw these stars. Like, all right, actually, I saw Ramses. Ramses grabbed Labosco, but like, I saw <laughs> Ramses and he wanted to make his own show. And I was like, dude, I have the perfect person to introduce you to because he will help you with all with all that stuff that you as a college student can't do. And, you know, like you make dreams happen for other people, like not just me, but other people like, and all of your shows, like bad out, man, bad out, like, <laughs> like big ups, big ups to you. That's all right. I have to say. I, I, I do. I definitely appreciate it. it. It is a lot of work though. And if I could, I, I really was trying to make it work. Uh, for the last few months, doing what I need to do to 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 push the network forward and push these other shows forward, while also giving WPR the same level of attention. But like as you and Kinder just said, like you know, with having the way we get content for this show, it is difficult, and it is like it, I I just can't keep up that level of uh, of content while also doing everything that we need to do. I mean, I hopefully things start to make sense over the next year or so. Because there's going to be a lot of changes. There's going to be some new stuff happening, uh, you know, and hopefully things start to make more sense. It's like, okay, well, I understand why he couldn't necessarily, you know, keep the show up. Yeah. Like, if I could, if I could keep doing it, you know, I, I, I would. I get. Joe, kind of I, I wish I could have taken it over, man, but I just don't <laughs> know what Watchpoint Radio is without Jaw. Yeah, like you're not the only person that said that. I'm like, I don't see what the big deal is, guys. Like, like <laughs> but, I, but obviously, like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and don't get me wrong, I, I do appreciate it. It's just kind of, it's kind of hard to see to see it when it's you yourself, you know. Yeah. yeah uh, so yeah. Like, it, it, it's it's a little bit difficult to see, but I'm like, you know, I think you, I think you would have made a great, you know, primary host for Watchpoint Radio, you know. I mean, you I know? like, and if I wasn't so involved in Owl Recap, I would have totally done it. But like right, literally, yeah. like most of my knowledge is pro play, and half the time when I'm like, well, I could jump into Overwatch and play, but would my time be better served just watching a Overwatch League vod? You, right. you know what I mean? Like I'm never going to play to that level. So if I'm going to talk about it on our recap, like maybe my time's better served watching a vod. You know? No, I got you. Like I try to make this show comfortable for everybody. Like you know. I, I like you know understanding that the the higher level like you know the higher tier community and the lower tier community are are they're two different games right? Yeah, right but you know i want people to feel comfortable there's seven to this, to different games yeah seven <laughs> different games yeah like you know so that that was like the goal of the show. And i think we we managed to hit the goal like you know very few poor reviews you know that that was that you know that was always nice so much so much love from the community yeah and, dude, I, mean, I, so I can't think you guys enough like oh, yeah. and, and it just made like it just made me perk up every time we got one. Like it was, it was I, it, magical is the only way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Like we we loved whenever we got the feedback, and you know when people reach out to us on Twitter or talk to us on Discord. Every time a new person popped in the Discord, like hey, I'm here from WPR. Like you know, you said come to Discord, so here I am. Like sweet, you know, <laughs> hello, motherfucker. Yeah, like welcome, friend. Like, Dude, and you know. uh, like talking about making dreams come true. I didn't even like. I should have even mentioned it. Like Kinder, you know, was doing all the post work on fragging out, and like he was struggling to get all of that work done. But now he's able to do dropping spicy, 
because you're doing all the post work and like he's able to use his talents and as not a money post. on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like making dreams come true, Ja. Making dreams come true. Well, that's just because you know I'm a I'm a poor asshole, but that's beside the point. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I. Uh... It kind of feels like my responsibility, like when, when I bring a show on, I'm not just bringing you onto the network, you know, that's like, it's my kind of my responsibility to help you reach the audience that you're looking for, you know, and, you know, make sure that your, your quality, your, your content quality is as good as it's going to be, you know, like that's, that that's what we, we really want to do. So, and it's one yeah, of the he, biggest he, things, like having good audio and everything is what I've learned is just like, I listen to a ton of podcasts and like so many struggle with that audio quality right it's such a big thing like having a good mic like having the mic you know having the audio you know and you like work magic with some bad mics like i've been doing owl recap now for like six months and like editing everybody's and like you work some fucking magic with those gaming mics like i don't know how you do it yeah, like I think I'm so good now because like, you know, we don't we don't say, well, you have to have this level of microphone to join the network. I'm like, okay, give me your best and we'll see what we can do with it. Like, <laughs> you know. Geo, <laughs> we're not- talking to you. Geo, we're <laughs> talking to out. you. I'm wow. talking to you, Geo. I don't want to hear well, I don't want to hear you calling from the moon. I want you to talk <laughs> into the mic. Make love to that mic, Geo. <laughs> Well, he's well, not even he's nowhere near the worst like oh, microphone not. that I've got, no, no. you know. So like, and Gio, I, I, love you, love you. Just giving you a shout out on the last episode of Watchpoint Radio. <laughs> yeah, like, like I've definitely worked with some mics. I'm just kind of like, yeah, please, just spend an extra fifteen dollars on a better mic, <laughs> you know. But you right. know, like you have what you have. Like by the time when a show is recorded, it is recorded, and it's like, okay, well, let's make the best out of what we got, you know. And I think that's how I got is because I don't have any formal training on this on this stuff. Like this is all same. I'm, I'm telling you, the- RX7 suite. Be done with it. That's literally it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my training yeah. in audio editing is all jaw. <laughs> and I've actually given the video that you. So I recorded when you showed me how to edit, and I've given that video to other people like wanting to get into the scene and wanting to edit and like, right. I mean, like it's just, it's just been gold, you know? Well, I hope you're not selling that shit, Bob. Cause then we have, have another give talk. It <laughs> free. I give it free because that's how I got it. All right. That, I am okay with that. I'm okay with that. Pay it forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man, but at the end of the day, if I could keep the, if I, if I thought I can keep the show going at the level that I'd want to see it at, then, you know, I definitely would. You know, there's no point in putting on a half-ass show that you're not like. It's not like we're making money on the show, right? The people who who did who gave us, uh, you know, who subscribed on Twitch or who became Patreons or who like you know helped with the you know the the uh, they bought like stuff from the merch store. That was a tremendous help. Don't get me wrong, that was a tremendous help. That definitely like we while my hosting costs aren't as spent as expensive as they would be. If I had, if I hosted like, you know, on a, on a traditional host, you know, we still do have hosting costs, you know? So like, you know, like that, all that stuff was was tremendously helpful. Like, yeah. Having, you know, mashthosebuttons.com just 
costs more money every year to keep that URL, you know, like that, yeah, like, that, that those like, are all costs. Like, and that's one of the smaller ones. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, it still does cost. So that's like a, you know, tremendous help. But like in terms of like there, we don't make any positive revenue on on these shows i mean like what the patreons and and twitch subscribers definitely helped to do was to just to lower how much out-of-pocket cost was was you know was coming so i definitely appreciate that because that that affects mostly me so yeah that i i really do appreciate the help with that guys like really it was it was tremendously helpful so thank you guys very much uh in terms of what we're doing like i said with the patreon now we are it's going to go from being like a, a wpr patreon to a match those buttons patreon it's actually instead of being per creation, it's going to be monthly now, and there's going to be two tiers. So if you just want to give like a dollar a month, that's fine. There'll, there'll be a tier for that. There's also going to be a five dollar tier, uh, and the five dollar tier starting. I, that's the thing. I it depends how my schedule goes. It might be the week after uh, the Fourth of July weekend, which actually that's the Homestead weekend because the Fourth of July falls on a Thursday this uh, this year. Yep, I'll um, be uh, leaving town the day after. And heading yeah, so, to Atlanta, and right, I'll be so, meeting them there. Everybody going to that game, that Overwatch League game. Come on, let's get drunk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are gonna get hammered. Oh so, man! Yeah, the weekend after that, I'm probably gonna start doing some weekly exclusive content for that five dollar tier a month and above. In addition, like we have some additional content that, like some things, some projects we're working on that uh, you know patrons will have early access to and like if you're on the five dollar tier you're gonna get extra content even and i'm really excited for that stuff uh you know uh, and it, it, i i think i think a lot of people will will definitely enjoy it. that's just one of the things we're working on but like you know that that's why i i said the patreon isn't ending we're just gonna be changing it but there's gonna be more details on that very soon once i actually flip the patreon over if you're a, if you're a patreon this month and you missed the message that i put on to patreon um there's no charges for anything this month. So there's not, there's, you shouldn't get charged for any content at all this month. Uh, actually there is a sampler of the new content on the Patreon right now. So if you missed that, you might, you might want to go, and your Patreon might want to go check it out. All right. Oh, so you, like you haven't charged for any of the not, episodes, nothing this month, no. nothing. This See, month. The only so, Al recap episode I didn't charge for was my one soul by one solo one. And I we, ended it with, no Patreons were harmed or charged in the recording <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> so the the general policy I had with charging Patreons is like you only got charged for regular episodes. So you ne- Patreons never got charged for community episodes. Those were extra. Because some people like they would they would they were okay with being charged per creation when they knew that we were you know, as long as you know, they knew that we were gonna do uh, an episode every week, so that's four dollars a month. And for some people, that's fine. That extra dollar would not be okay in some cases. And I didn't want to surprise anybody yeah. with anything. So extra episodes and stuff like that, like community episodes or special edition episodes, we never charge for anyway. But this month, since you know we're kind of, we're ending the show, you know, just kind of like yeah, you know, any content we put out this month, there's going to be no charge on it at all. So, well, if you, you know, if you would have put this live on Twitch, I would have given you. I would have bought the twenty dollars worth of bits and given them all to you. Wow. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now give me twenty bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, right? Well, no, but like, yeah, I mean, that's what's going on with the Patreon. And then, like I said earlier, with the, in terms of Twitch, right now we don't have any 
real plans to push the Twitch forward. In the future, sure. We actually have plans for Twitch and YouTube. But right now, uh, you know, if you don't want to resubscribe, I can totally understand. I mean, I would love to see Crash Tag like on, you know, like a live episode on Twitch. I would love to see that where he's like, uh, he does the stuff with Nerd Street Gamers and records yeah. live, like like in the crowd. Like I would love to see that. Well, yeah, they were doing live shows, but I think they're the over at NSG. Their priorities have kind of shifted a bit, so like they haven't been they haven't been doing much live content at all. So, but that's good. That is something that's going to be back soon. So that's not gone forever. But uh, yeah, I mean. I can't. We can't. Uh, might as well just keep keep it moving here because we can't. You know, yeah. keep recording forever. Like make it. Yeah, never we end. could. Like we could stay here all night long. Yeah, just, I know. Absolutely. So, like we mentioned earlier, push the point is like you know it, all the Overwatch content isn't gone from Mash those buttons. Push the point is still very active. There are no plans to move it. There are no plans to close it down. It is just starting. So if you enjoy Overwatch League, definitely check out Push the Point. I would highly suggest checking out Push the Point. It's a great show. Ramsey's and Lobosco, they do a great job every week. Uh, actually, it's funny because, you know, Ramsey's, Ramsey's ask. No, it's good. Like, Ramsey's and Lobosco, like, if I had a spot on Al Recap, I wouldn't have introduced you to, to them because, <laughs> like, I just realized like from the start that they were talents like and if i had had a spot to bring them in i would have taken them for me but i didn't and i just knew that they need to be like they needed to be heard and so i just introduced them to or introduced ramses to you labosco like i had had on my show uh on owl recap the the opening week episode and he was just phenomenal and he loved podcasting. Like it was the first podcast he had ever been on. He was like, I got the itch dude. You know what I mean? And like, (laughs) (laughs) and like, it was so smart that Ramsey's reached out to him after I introduced you, you two. And these two guys, I mean, they are smart at their game. I've had both of them on multiple times on Al Al recap. They know their overwatch league shit. Absolutely. Yeah, they're both phenomenal. I, I I really enjoy having them on the network. I actually, you know, they like their show, actually, I mean, I don't listen like you know, when you edit podcasts, you generally listen to it at faster speeds and listen for errors and stuff like that. That's what I do with Kendra's podcast, you know. But like um <laughs> but, but no, nah, actually I don't do that with with uh drop and spicy. But uh-huh. um uh-huh. we'll push the point. Like I, I definitely like, you know, I, I listen to it at normal speed because even though I don't watch Overwatch League, it's still the stuff that they talk about is still pretty interesting to me. So it's a good show. And I know sometimes Ramsey, like in the especially in the beginning, Ramsey would ask, like, well, you know, you what what suggestions do you have? What should we be doing next? I'm just kinda like, uh, you guys are actually really good. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I don't. There's not much work you actually needed, so like, yeah, they're, they're, the they're, best, doing, they're doing a good job. The best thing to any new podcaster is just listen. Just listen to your show afterwards. It is, it is, oh, it's grueling, and it is so hard to listen to your own voice unless you're like really full of yourself. Like it's hard to listen to you make Man, that airs. A lot. 
and <laughs> mess up so much. But like that is the best way to improve. And that's the thing that Ja and Keylock told me at the very beginning. Yeah, that'll listen. That that is the key. So but like yeah, definitely check out Push the Point. Uh, if you're wondering what's going on with Prepare to Attack, I've already explained it to the Patreons, uh, but Prepare to Attack obviously hasn't had a new episode for a while. It is on hiatus, but um, it's not on indefinite hiatus like Watchpoint Radio is. <laughs> um, so right. the thing about Push the uh, not Push Point, sorry, Prepare to Attack is obviously, I mean, if you've been following what's been happening, Visor.gg not a partner anymore. They don't, they don't, they don't deal with coaching anymore. So that partnership had fallen to the wayside. They and got that partnership. They got huh? pushed out. Like, yeah, they did. It was kind of rough. Yeah, it wasn't cool. But um, the uh, you know, our partnership with Wawa is kind of you know dissipated as well. Uh, so we didn't really have any any coaches to do the episodes with. So right now, I'm working on a new partnership that, if it does work out, I think everybody will be very very happy with what comes out of it. However, like if it doesn't, I'll let you guys know. I'll say, okay, well, nope, prepare to attack is, is, is done. Like if that partnership doesn't work out, even if the partnership does work out, I would not expect any new episodes until at least December if it does work out. But I will keep the community up to date and let you guys know thumbs up, thumbs down, and then we'll go from there. All right. And uh, yeah, in terms of other shows, like if you want to keep up with Kender, he is still on a Mashless Buttons podcast. Yeah, buddy. Dropping spicy. Doing uh, all the Apex Legends stuff. We've had some pretty good shows lately, and I'm actually I'm still in correspondence with that uh, respawn dev, and it's like serious, serious. Like they've got the uh, community, like we're one of their press managers in the email correspondence with us, and they're like, yeah, we got to talk to the team and get like oh, a yeah. set of stuff for you. I'm like, oh shit, because I've worked with yeah. a dev before. Like I, I worked with uh, one of the devs of Cuphead. Uh, yeah. when I back when I did Sagopod, and it wasn't near like this, you know, it wasn't nearly as big a deal. But this is also EA respawn, so exactly that's what's going to happen. The same thing happened to the sit rep guys when they got a uh, a community manager, not even a developer, a community manager to come onto their show. So yeah, <laughs> it, that that's how it is. Right. Um, so if if everything goes well with that, and they give us the okay, then that'll be a cool episode. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the community, like I said, the Discord, I'm going to keep it the way it is. You know, I'll probably change the Watchpoint Radio channel to just say Overwatch. Um, but yeah, like you can still go in there. You can join the rank roles. You can ping the rank roles if you're looking for people to play with. You know, I, like I said, I'll still be playing Overwatch. So, you know, come in there. You can still talk about Overwatch. That community is not going anywhere, guys. So please feel free to come in. Uh, I haven't. So I haven't talked to Death Squad or uh, Melietti about this, but I'm not sure if they're going to keep the game nights going. They might. So, um, st- you know, st- stick around in Discord and, and you know, I'll see if I can get them to make a statement on if they're going to keep their game nights going for both the PS4 and the Xbox One. If so, the Xbox game nights usually happen on the first Friday of every month. And the PS4 game nights were a bit more, I don't want to say sporadic, but like they were scheduled like the week of. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. And um, yeah, like other than that, I want to give a shout out to uh, to Heroes of Overwatch because Heroes of Overwatch has been, you know, we've been, I think almost since like the beginning of the show, we've been talking about Heroes of Overwatch. And it's, for the last three years, it has been a stable, great Overwatch group to be a part of if you are on Facebook. Whether you are 
you know, just trying to keep up on news or checking out new memes or, you know, whatever. Miggy does a great job of, you know, uh, of keeping on top of that group. It's pretty awesome. So and if you're can on I Facebook, give us oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, can I give a shout out to Dis to Disco Dan, who when I first okay. started on this show, like pointed out Pat Crane, who I had never heard of. But Pat Crane is actually somebody who has mentored me a lot like you, Ja, just because I reached out to him because I got to do that BlizzCon uh, uh, con before the storm panel, like yeah. right after I joined Watchpoint Radio, and I got to be in contact with him, and Disco Dan told me about him, and you know, I've been able to learn so much from him because Disco Dad just pointed him out. And I just didn't know the show, you know, like I'd always looked up shows based on a game and not based on Blizzard. And that's what his show is like an all encompassing Blizzard show. And so shout out to you, Disco Dan. I don't know if you still listen, but we haven't heard from you a while in the Discord, but like, thank you so much. You'll probably be able to come find this at some point. Yeah, he he pops up every now and again. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, I'd like yeah. to give a shout out to uh, uh God and, yeah. and and my mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then with that, um, yeah, I would like to thank everybody for listening very much. You guys want to give out your social media info one more time? Uh, I, I guess it'll be the last to. time, won't it? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want it to end. Kendrick, you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find me on pretty much everything at this point. Twitch, YouTube, um, Discord, everywhere else. Uh, Nerf Kinder, please. Uh, PLS. If you can think of it, I'm probably on there with that name. I've migrated everything over there now. Uh, and if you do want to play Apex and listen to Apex content, we got Dropping Spicy. And I'm on Origin also as Nerf Kinder, please. So otherwise, I'll be on Overwatch. Occasionally. <laughs> and you can find me on the Twitter account that I created when I started on episode 56 of Watchpoint Radio. It is Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. I had to do it long for the last episode. I don't know why. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Church of Ja. And that that name came from this show. Like that name did not exist before this show. Shout out to Eagle Eyes. I know she doesn't listen yeah. anymore, but she's the one who came up with that. And that's after I did my first solo show, and I thought it was going to be fifteen minutes long, and I ranted for forty five minutes about <laughs> the current competitive system. That's what the rant was about. It was about the, was about the current competitive system in season two. Mission accomplished. So <laughs> yeah. tell her thank you because that's way better than underscore jaw underscore. Yeah, I mean like. Nah, like I, Church of Jaw is awesome. Well, he, he didn't have lowercase x, uppercase x, jaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I'm pretty sure it was underscore jaw underscore, right? It was underscore jaw underscore. That's what it was. Yeah. It, it was yeah. Like, it, yeah I mean, it, I mean, that's when my like, Twitter game was weak. My Twitter game was weak. It was like, you know, I mean, my I, Twitter game still isn't very strong. But I'm it pretty was sure all thing. of our Twitter games on like the, the three of us pretty much suck at social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an accurate statement. So, 
Uh, and, uh, you know, the show's over, but if you got, if you want to reach out and you want to, uh, leave some comments, you still can, you can email WPR That will come to me. You can leave messages on our discord. You can send us messages on Twitter. It's all good. So, you know, you can still reach out to us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I have other stuff that you, I'm looking at my post-show dialogue. It's like, ask for shares. Well, shit, there's no reason to do that. Right. It's like, well, ask now, for support. Something, yeah. something <laughs> that you, we, we can ask for, uh, if you guys have a favorite WPR episode or WPR moment or anything like that, if you want to clip it or just share the episode uh, somewhere in the Discord, you know, in the next week or so, that'd be something, like, I personally would really love to, uh, really love to hear. I'd like to go back, especially stuff before I oh. got here. Wait, like put together like a like like just like a fifteen minute thing where it's just like quotes from the show. Like I mean, you don't even have to put anything together. Like if you just have a moment that you specifically remember, you know, in the community, if you remember a moment and you can find it or link the episode and say it's around this time mark or whatever, I'd like I'd really love to go. And listen to things like that. Like if there was a funny thing that happened or a great dialogue, a good rant, you know, things of that sort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I doubt that that would be cool. So if you, if you, if you feel like doing it, that's fine. But that's a lot of content to go through too. The average show. That's why like we're not minutes. doing it. We're yeah. crowdsourcing <laughs> that shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, over so. 160 episodes. Of and yeah. some of them were long. Like you and I, Jaw had some long fucking episodes. Yeah, yeah, like this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. So I, I, I gotta be encourage- at work tomorrow. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I do encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show to hear about our other shows on the Mashes Buttons Network. And and with that, you know, we have a replay system now. We have mod tools now. I think my job is done here. Your job. Call me if you need me. <laughs> Your fight has ended. Yeah, my, my, my watch has ended. The watch is over. <laughs> I, I'm going to call it a success because I got what I wanted. Now I'm out. <laughs> you did. And I just thought that was the best thing ever when Jeff said, I don't think anybody has asked for the feature we're going to put out. And he put out the mod tools and I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely one person that has definitely asked for this, and you're lying, Jeff. You listen to Watchpoint Radio. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah, it was a feel good moment. So yeah, like my my watch has ended. I, like the things I've been harping on for the most have uh, have have happened. So thank you guys very much for being a part of the show. Thank you everybody who has listened to this show, especially because some of you guys have listened since episode one. Like and I, I I I I'm Facebook friends with some of you guys because of that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I know it was a little weird, like people finding me on Facebook. I was like, huh? yeah. Well, man, when somebody listens <laughs> to you every week for three years, like it's like, yeah, they knew you <laughs> better than you, like, yeah, exactly. Like they, oh, they, we, we friends now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look at me, I yeah. am your Facebook friend now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so thank I like that you know one one last time. Thank you everybody for listening to this show and being part of the community. Uh, wouldn't have been the same w- without you. Like, wouldn't have been doing this without the support of the community for so long. So thank you guys very much. And with that, I'm finally out. See ya. Closing time. One more call for roll cue. So. 
Put away your Torbjorns. I don't know. I I just came <laughs> up with that in a second. Never mind. It was a, it was a good bad. try, Bob. <laughs> just say good night to the people. <laughs> oh, good night. And we hope we hope you guys enjoyed this because we did. Absolutely. I'm, dude, I'm fucking going to cry now. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at risk of Bob crying, thank you guys so much. Um, this has been a great experience. I, you know, I, I kind of hate that I didn't come on even earlier and get to spend more time on the show with these two guys in particular, these two assholes. You know, uh, Bob's become one of my best friends in, you know, in all of Overwatch and really like my you're my internet best friend, Bob. I think honestly. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That, <laughs> it's that, a weird, that weird a lot, title dude. to have. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's been a good time. I've been a lot of good people doing this and a lot of people that I'm going to continue uh interacting with for a long, long time. This community is to me now what the Halo 2 community was to me back in the Halo days. You know, when you had that list of friends, you know, your clan, you know, you guys are my clan with a, with a C. And that for yeah. me, that would be like the <laughs> World of Warcraft, like the guilds, you know, of people you got right. close to. Yeah. Oh, so it yeah. is hard. Yeah. All right, guys. With that, we are done. We won't catch you next time. <laughs> Game over, man. <laughs> Watchboard Radio out. Later. Oh, you're not going to give us an assholes never die? (laughs) Assholes never die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, I almost lost it there at the end there. Jesus. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the MashThoseButtons.com website Grab the RSS feed and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should check out mashosbuttons.com slash shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division 2, make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest that mash those buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, and youtube.com slash mashthosebuttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community, so just go to discord.me slash mashthosebuttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.